0: So, let's give you guys a little adventure background here. I mean, I know who we all are. Obviously, you guys, I would hope, know who you are by this point, except possibly friends.
1: I mean, this <laughs> I... is not Strange Aeons, so I do know who I am. That is accurate. You don't
0: have amnesia <laughs> sure. this time. You do know who your character is. That is a step up from the last one. Uh, <laughs> so, we've got a kind of a mixed group here. We've been playing over on my channel on Twitch for, I don't know, two and a half, three years of streamed Pathfinder uh, back before we had the advent of the cool Paizo modules on Roll20 and we had to do everything by hand and it was just a giant mess all the time but it worked uh-huh. uh, we've done uh, we, we got started with Silver Hex Chronicles way back when, just as an intro, back when Shenmue thought Pathfinder was a video game I did! I can't I, I really <laughs> did, I I feel terrible about it but,
2: but I did. now it is a video game Kingmaker, it,
0: it, Kingmaker is, is actually a video game now, That's it's come true. full circle you are at this point right But we've done Dragon's Demand, we've done Skull and Shackles, we've done Strange Aeons. And now we're coming around to settle on something a little more... RP heavy with War for the Crown. And it's an interesting change coming out of the Lovecraftian circle of despair (laughs) that was Strange Aeons. (laughs) Where just everything is terrible all the time. What a dark journey. And now it's just most things are terrible most of the time. So, our heroes here are Citizens... Of Taldor, a great and powerful nation in the Inner Sea region. But of course, we wouldn't really have a campaign unless things were going wrong. And the kicker for us was the Exaltation Day Gala. It's a -a once-a-year festival, celebrated not just in the nation's capital of Apara, but countrywide. It's a, a huge, huge event for everyone. It's all about potential the potential for prosperity. Anyone in Taldor can make a name for themselves. Peasant, aspiring aristocrat, merchant, fiefdoms, dukedoms, duchies, those are beyond no man. That's exemplified in this day where a randomly selected commoner, sometimes for their abilities, sometimes for their renown, or sometimes just out of a hat, has given official titles and land and ascended to a proper noble among Taldor's ranks. Well, that happened. Our our good friend Calbio got to be a noble for maybe 5 seconds before the Grand Prince Stavian betrayed him, his senate, and his country in a truly insane assassination, a slaughter that started with poor Calbio, exalted peasant, bless his little peasant heart, and ended with 70 Senate members dead in the hall of government in the nation's capital, and our heroes here scrambling to pick up the pieces. So why don't we go down the list here with some introductions. I'm literally just going to go in the order. And let me reach all the way over here. I'm going to go in the order. It's decided to list you across the bottom of the screen. That's my random. Baylor Landless. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Who are you? Why are you here? What do you bring to this group?
1: Baylor is a half-elf wizard. He's was part of a noble family but no one in his family ever married an elf. So a little bit of an embarrassment on the family that he exists.
0: Not really supposed to be there.
1: if if, If you take a look at things real hard, there's just something wrong there. So most of his life, his family didn't really want him being shown off much. And early on, he had a knack for learning, so they said, Hey, you can go learn anywhere but here. (laughs) And
0: that's actually not uncommon in Taldor. Uh, That is the fate that a lot of half elves in this country share, because like Pelor, their birth is
2: eh, kind of a
0: scandal. Their existence is a scandal.
1: So basically, to keep him quiet and out of sight... They paid for him to travel around the country doing what he wanted, which what he wanted was learning, pretty good, ended up as a wizard and now getting on in age a little bit, decided to get into politics more, put in, put some of that knowledge he had gained over the years to work. And apparently it's just a really bad time to get into politics right now. And, <laughs> yeah, it was
0: not the best time to try I, that one out no. I, I mean, I I mean like it, it depends on how you look at it.
1: Definitely. A there's a
0: lot of vacancies.
1: But yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of, <laughs> open it's a
0: great open. time to be an aspiring politician. <laughs> exactly. So, so many seats. seats. It's just a land of opportunity for Baylor right now.
1: And unless things like this continue and then maybe, maybe, maybe choose a different line of work. But for now, he's... Sticking with what he's working with. Yep.
0: Yeah. And it's, uh, well, he is where he is, and he never saw his fate ending up here as a, well, adventurer, mercenary, hireling, whatever you want to call it. But he's taken to it reasonably well, and as long as he has his best friend Acid Splash by his side forever, <laughs> he will probably be at least okay. Um Chat, real quick, just a side note. If there's any issues with, like, audio levels, uh, volume balancing specifically, let me know, because this is kind of a... I did a lot of setup overhaul to uh, do this premiere stream on the Paizo channel here. Uh, for instance, giving them my playlist instead of just silence and sadness. And I have it balanced to... My, well, my view appears to be the best I can. There's always room for improvement. Some's too loud, someone's too loud. Let me know. I'll fix it. So, in Nori... Dento, the first of our parties. Uh, oh yeah, I was for some reason I, I really said no. So the first of our parties, two female characters. What
3: brings Played you to the by table? By a dude, obviously. <laughs> of course.
0: So yeah. it's more interesting that way.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. So I just I wrote a quick little synopsis. Hopefully I'd get it all in there. Um, okay. Okay. So Anuri is a blade bound magus and a bounty hunter of a little over a year now. Having taken up the family business after her fam- famous bounty hunter father was mur- murdered... Boy, that's a typo. Now,
0: we can't see it, so just keep reading it. It's a
3: typo for me. Anori armed with her father's sword and partner Siaran, a powerful sentient black blade. She finds herself in possession of the man who took her father from her. She now forges forward into this war for the crown now allied with Princess Eutropia, in hopes that one day she will be brought close enough to exact her furious revenge and bring this murderer to justice. That
0: about sums her up, I think. Yeah, that seems pretty accurate. And her father had, of course, told her at some point that there was something about her sword that she inherited it. But she'd never really known it to be anything other than well, just a regular, lightly enchanted longsword until pretty recently. And the events of the Exaltation Day massacre kicked off not only the war for the crown itself and surely a new era for Taldor, but also the latent personality locked away in CRN. <laughs> yeah,
3: he's got a little bit of a twang. A
0: a bit of a mouth. <laughs> they, I mean, they work together. They just don't necessarily get along.
3: Work in progress.
0: They're, they're doing their best. They're doing their best. All right, Nell Stalwart, Uh I believe at current moment, the only official nobleman in the group.
4: I do believe so.
0: What brings you to the table?
4: I'm trying to remember actually where we left off. I'm a little frazzled at the moment.
0: We're just, just, just introduction, backstory. Who's Nell? Why are you part okay. of the party? What's uh? <laughs> what are you? Come on! No, no. Shell shocked by the cool guy channel, but come derp. on, Derp, you can do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who's well, the music distracting them? It's, it's yeah, it's, it's cool. the music.
0: <laughs> You're i are not used to having the background sound.
4: I am Nell Stalwart which is short for Nalan Lore, which even myself have a hard time pronouncing my full name as my father's eccentricities required such a name. I am the protector of the group. I am here to ensure the safety of my friends and allies, as well as have a good drink in the evenings when the fighting and partying is done.
0: And have a good drink he has several times. So... <laughs> kind of just got wrapped up in all this and although this being a nobleman that grew up in Taldor he has at least somewhat been taught to use a sword but I'd say events have proven uh, at least initially as these these party members met that Nell is by far the most out of his element here diving into these active combat scenarios but it's not stopping him from doing his best And uh, trying to hold together and trying to support and protect, as he said, his team as best as he can. And he got a really good archetype for that, too.
4: Mm -hmm. I'm all about making sure that people don't get in as best I can.
0: He is the wall. And as long as he stands just kind of between the people that want to stab his friends and his friends, ideally a minimal amount of stabbing is going to actually occur. So... Our newest addition here, Kahina, is an agent of a character as we'll get to shortly. And actually does not really know the rest of the group. She is kind of the wild card here. She has just very recently been introduced to them. But who is your character, Mr. Shaw?
2: So, uh, Kahina is, uh the daughter of Gurundi merchants who uh, took up in Taldor and have done business with the royal family supplying the army for many many years so they became uh, aristocrats nobles in Taldor society um, but lately with things being shifting and moving um, they fell into disgrace uh, especially with uh, Pytherius, who is the leader of the Taldor uh, army um, and so uh words and deeds have set uh, Kahina's father in jail and sent most of her uh, family uh, packing back to um, uh, Orsini uh, uh, back Assyrian the- yeah, sorry my bad um sent them packing back across the ocean there although they do still maintain a small merchant storefront and a couple of businesses in Taldor, which she is overseeing uh she growing up a child as no of nobles kind of like Baylor decided learning uh was more fun and she's very charismatic so she became a bard um and so she kind of traveled back and forth a little around uh to learn and to apply her trade. Now she comes back, finds her father's been imprisoned, and um, her family kinda in tatters. Uh, she is kinda not—I won't say hell bent on revenge, but she definitely wants justice. She's to not, deserve. she's not
0: happy. <laughs> she's currently. She, I, she's not happy. Displeased so, with the current situation yeah. and that her family is so, in
2: finding out that he is now vying to be the ruler of Taldor. She does not want this. So she has aligned herself with Eutropia, uh, so and Martella uh, uh, so that she can make sure that not only does this not happen, but that he somehow becomes disgraced. And, and we'll, uh, we'll get
0: to who those people are in a second, because yeah. I know those are nevs that don't mean anything to anyone unfamiliar with the adventure yeah. path. But... But She's new. She
2: doesn't know these people yet. What we have
0: here as an icon may actually just be the concentrated essence of worshipping Shellen. Um,
2: (laughs) She does. She does.
0: With the super multicolored, incredibly vibrant outfit and the actual glaive. I I really don't think you can get a whole lot more of a Shellenite than that. But that's okay. Now... (laughs) Uh, oddly enough, in this party, and this was completely coincidental, we have two Osirians, the second of which did not actually, uh, has never lived in the country as his parents came over here uh, before he was born, thinking to get the better life in Taldor, but our our last guy here, the crossbowman, the soldier, Dara Rostam, which is who, Bob Um...
5: I am Dara Rostam. I am an Assyrian man, and I pride myself on my military service. I was a military recruiter. I dreamed that I keep the country military that I have helped cultivate as a beloved protector instead of turning into a brutal ruler. I remember the history that many would like to forget. The Battle of Nagras is not something this country needs to repeat. I believe the princess will lead us in the right direction.
0: I love the accent. I love the effort you're putting into the accent. I just go back and do mine again, (laughs) Yes. You know, don't don't be mad at her because she has a cool voice for her character, Shenmue. That's not her fault,
2: (laughs) but... I didn't know we were doing the accents yet, okay. (laughs) Oh,
0: whatever you want to do. Everyone else is in their player voice, but I'll definitely give Brim Bob today's bounty points for presenting in your character's
6: place. I, I feel she's, like I
3: just got posterized She's going for it.
0: I mean, the good news? None of you have to follow that, so... You can at least... Oh, I see just I <laughs> Put her on last, because she's about to
3: bury us. I get it.
0: So this is our... This is our group. This assembly of people of various minor fame. Uh, a nobleman from a not incredibly well off, like far from the top end of Opara, but good enough upbringing family with enough clout to bring behind him. A renowned bounty hunter. Uh, a An agent from the shadows working for a spy master. Uh, we've got just a very, very well-practiced and known and liked Half-Elf Wizard. And we've got a soldier. The face of the Talden military's recruitment drive for some time around Opara. All brought together by two people. Two names that you've heard briefly. Lady Martella. Lady Martella Lothied. Is how they all met in the first place. Now, they don't know a whole lot about this lady. Other than that... She called them to help her out at the Exaltation Day Gala before it turned into the Super Murder Party uh, with much more mundane tasks. Trying to push through a vote. Because the Exaltation Day Gala is not just about what any man in Talidor can achieve, it's not just about ascending to noblehood. It's about the nation as a whole moving forward and progressing. And that happens with a vote the opening of the Senate for that year, and they all convene in the hall. Unfortunately, perfectly ripe for a mass murder if your emperor decides he hates everybody. But this year, the issue at hand was incredibly major. It was how primogeniture is dealt with in the main royal bloodline, the ruling bloodline of the country. You see, previously, and technically, maybe still for now, Only male heirs could take the throne. There could only be emperors and grand princes. There could never be an empress or a queen. This year, Princess Eutropia, here on the cover, gigantic, glorified for you, sought to change that. As the daughter of the grand prince and his only surviving heir, Eutropia had worked tirelessly for her whole political career, using the clout that she had as the princess to try to overturn this ancient law. To try to bring Taldor into the modern times and stop them from being held back and mired down by traditions centuries old. Martella agreed, and she hired the group to arrive at the gala and do some various under-the-table tasks for her to try to ensure that this vote passed, at this new form of primogeniture where anyone could inherit the bloodline regardless of gender would go through. And with the party's help and Lady Martella's work, they were technically successful immediately before Stavian killed everybody. But now, having been brought together by these events and the subsequent Adventures are where Martella had found herself in a rather difficult situation. The party banded together to try to pull her out of that. Introducing her own new agent into the fray with Kahina. We find ourselves in the aftermath. Where we are today is the streets of Apara. The capital city of Taldor. the, The main flagship where they have been around a good bit and they've seen a whole bunch of various locations and all these different icons you don't need to super worry yourself about. Those are just different places in Opara that have been relevant at some point. And this circle around Imperial Square simply represents the military blockade that has kept the palace on lockdown since the, well, you know... Incident. Incident. That's a That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> this is where all of you live. Or at least, this is where all of you have currently been staying, and here, on the streets of Apara, is where our story begins. So everyone, it's been a week since the Exaltation Day Massacre, as it's now come to be known. What have you guys been doing with your time? Let's do this backwards, we'll start with Dara. Had a week to yourself in town. What have you been up to? What have you accomplished?
5: Uh, Mostly, I went to go visit uh, a lot of my older military friends, the ones who I thought were more uh, not too strictly in the military. Not too,
0: like, allied with one particular cause,
5: really. Not rallied so hard
0: behind Pythereus, the current commander-in-chief.
5: Yeah. Not, yeah, not rallied behind the military itself, but rallied- uh, allied behind the country. Um, and kind of gotten a feel for the outlook on how a lot of my old time friends have been. Other than than that, I've been mostly laying low and trying to regroup on how I think I'll handle future events if I run into other military men in In conflict.
0: In the aftermath of the massacre, the party and Martella found themselves the targets of a another unrelated, believe it or not, group of assassins who so. were possibly just trying to take the opportune moment to advance whatever their own shadowy agenda was, and they had been warned that the streets of Apara and Taldor as a whole were dangerous. Not only Martella, but each member of this group had found themselves marked, so it was a good idea for Dara to reach out to old contacts, try and find people he could trust, uh, somebody he could rely on, without sticking his neck out too far, without taking just too much of a risk. What about you, Kahina?
2: Um, Kahina has uh, two friends from the uh, Bard College that she's been talking with who are uh, also squarely in, um, Utropia's corner. Um, and since the city seems to be kind of divided <clears throat> on where their loyalties lie on who they wish to see as the next ruler, she's been, um, kind of goading some of them into going out and using their bardic talents to, uh, uh, spread the good word as it is, sing the praises of uh, Princess Utropia to kind of sway some more of the common folk. Uh, And she's also uh, has uh, two of her cousins uh, from her mother's side of the family who are merchant traders, um, who she has currently had a meeting with um, who are um, going about and um, Kind of gathering some information and stuff, not only about the current state of certain parts of the city, but also uh, using them to um, maybe possibly try to get some information on uh, the man she seeks to dethrone, as it were.
0: Okay, yeah, just secu- also securing her own contracts, uh, contacts, trying to search for more mm-hmm. information in the aftermath, see how things are settling. The major war for the crown itself, supposedly, as it as it is coming to be known, is a great divide. It's, it's not straightforward. Technically, in that Senate session, primogeniture, male-only primogeniture, was overturned making Princess Eutropia the next in line for the throne. However, most of the senators and general political figures that were there, well, they died. And reports of what actually happened on Senate Hill in the hall are conflicted. Nobody really knows how to proceed, and since there's nobody at the head of the nation, as the Grand Emperor Stavian himself was killed in the aftermath of the mess he created, ironically enough. Taldor is very, very fractured, (laughs) and different regions of the country are supporting different senators, different figures in their various bids for the throne. Pretty much anyone with the tiniest amount of political power right now is trying to leverage that into their own shot. At the Primagin crown. But the main two, as you can even see here on this map, are Princess Eutropia and a man called Maxilar Pytherius. Pytherius has a lot of weight behind him, and as the party was informed by Martella, he was formally adopted by the Grand Prince Stavian. Stavian saw what was happening. He, he never agreed... With his own daughter taking the throne. He didn't want to see that happen. He didn't agree with Utropia. And it's not exactly uncommon knowledge. He'd go to basically any lengths to prevent it. But this... This is a little ridiculous. Don't you think? Adopting the commander-in-chief of the military. Formally. Putting him next in line for the throne. Skipping the actual blood connection. And making it purely titles. But... It happened and he has produced documentation very verifiable and at least apparently legitimate documentation to prove it Which means that his claim to the throne is as valid if not more so than Princess Eutropius So it is quite a battle. It's quite a struggle not to mention. There's all these other Various senators including Starborn up there in the corner bless her dumb little no heart
6: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: including Starborn who thinks she can do what's best for her people up in the Verudin Forest, the uh, gnomes and tree folk that she actually cares about if she had power. But let's keep going down the line. Nell, you've had a week. Where's it put you? What do you do other than just drink your heart out?
4: Well, Nell would have actually been working the whole week. Not okay. working for someone else, though. Since we have now chosen to support Princess Yitro...
6: Utropia.
4: Utropia. Yeah, okay. Since Boys we have now hard. chosen to, yeah, they are. Uh, back, Princess Utropia. And he now has a new set of armor and shield that he needs to restylize. Because as it was mentioned earlier, worship of Shailen is actually common in this party. He also worships Shailen. So, so, you get that spent... big
0: old rainbow figure emblazoned yep. on your new Wee! fancy magic breastplate, so you guys can be shelling bros heading <laughs> off into the. wherever it is we're gonna be heading off into helping out Lady Martella.
2: And he's the what? wall, so I get to hide behind him and poke over him with the glaive. Exactly.
0: That, 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 that's pretty much the point. We're gonna have like the shelling nugget with the shield and the glaive poking over. Alright, Inori.
4: <laughs> Well, that's not all he would have would have been. Oh, doing.
0: we got more. Okay, continue. sorry, but I thought that was the brief thing was the, the painting.
4: Well, no, he, he would have specifically been painting, as well as stylization as from his previous armor using scraps of silver and pieces of chainmail and and stuff to make the armor look nicer, since it was a very old, outdated set. He would okay. have painted a visage of Princess Utropia.
0: On to the we're going. We're going with a direct approach. Alright. Very going to visibly throw his weight behind the Canada he supports here. As he tries to put Eutropia on the throne. Or rather stop anyone else from claiming the throne. That's, that's admirable. Taking your own cause. Putting your neck out. Make it not even not even a hint of subtlety. That's the most Nell Starwart thing I've ever
4: heard of anybody doing. There is no subtlety here. <laughs> Only wall.
0: All right, Inori. I know you were concerned about the White Raven up here yeah. in the, uh, the northeastern part near the Crownsgate district. Your bounty hunting agency is not exactly in the best part of town. And that's even in good times. And this here, what we've got is is pretty far from the good times. So, what have you been doing with your week?
3: Well, as you said, yeah, she wants to get back to her shop, as she calls it, the White Raven, uh, mm-hmm. where she runs uh, the business and where she basically lives. Um, now, with a newfound amount of money and... Uh, a newfound respect for the, the, the business, you know, because when you almost lose something it's that's when you realize how much it really means to you. Yeah. She wants to uh, use some of that money and start trying to fix it up and try to get back to the normal routine that, you know, even though it's almost impossible to do after everything has happened, you know, run some jobs, collect some bounties, fix yeah. up a shop, I'm um, I mean, sure people. the
0: guards could use your help at this point. With, yeah, uh, probably. There's no, probably, it's not exactly it's... a lawless wasteland in Aparra, because for the most part business is going on as usual, but still, they're, I'm sure, very occupied with still dealing with the aftermath of the massacre. Bounties might be even a bit higher than usual.
3: Good business. Growth industry.
0: And so you're uh, just trying to make sure all your eggs are in order, but continue. I interrupted you. No,
3: that's you know that trying to get back into to normal, you know. Um, and whenever she gets time, try to have some of her people that contact she knows in the under, apart and underground, to dig up some stuff on a certain name she heard.
0: Oh, the really? What that would that name for. be?
3: Milan Jareth. She Interesting. Was looking for in uh, anything she could find on him, but while trying to stay, you know, off the channel, so no one would pick up that she's really asking around. So, as we...
0: had discussed briefly during a character intro, Inori is very dedicated to finding whoever killed your father. A noble, if somewhat cliched, goal, but we'll give it to you, because you've got a fairly good reason for it, and we have the interesting wrench that you have an intelligent sword. Your father's intelligent sword that he definitely had at the time. So... It knows. It gave you the name. But CRN has been mildly uncooperative overall. but It does seem like at least now with these mo- recent trials that you and this entire nation's been thrown into, it's starting to warm up to you a little bit. Maybe your own sword may actually end up helping you at some point down the road.
6: <laughs> Maybe.
0: You just had to earn its approval first. All right, Baylor, I'm sure a week of downtime is much more appreciated by the wizard who wanted nothing more than to sit in a local senate after having to fend off uh, assassins with a contract for his head not really what you were after when you agreed to help uh, lady martella so what have you been I doing, doing too with your old your spare for this time? stuff it's way too old for this
1: <laughs> well he's been more sticking to what he knows he never was officially schooled in Opara specifically but he does have contacts around it wizards and stuff that he knows and he's been kind of seeking them out getting together materials for his spellbook and scroll crafting he doesn't exactly know what the plan is going forward but he's been looking into spells that could perhaps be helpful with that Possibly. Things that should
0: you, I don't know, end up having to fight an entire Brotherhood of Assassins again, <laughs> may help you out more than press the digitation to tech magic
1: and charm person <laughs> and, <laughs> and charm person. The stuff he typically had on him,
0: the th- uh, the th- things that were more prepared for your traditional situation that you would find yourself in. Now, we don't normally start off. Every session here with uh, 40 minutes of character introductions and backstory, of course. But seeing as this is our first time streaming over here on the Paizo channel, I figured it was probably best that we give you a little insight into who these characters are. Who these various faces that my players have brought here to the party. And their bits of motivations and their goals. Before we just dive ahead first into Songbird Scion Saboteur. Because this is an adventure that surely is going to take us, well, places. Very exciting places. And it's difficult to know, or rather to really appreciate, where you're going if you don't know where you're coming from. I am 13, this is deep. So, more importantly with this week, all of you to some extent have tried to rally trusted friends, contacts, uh, people you know. Uh, try to bring together a network of... Of support. Each of you, in your days in the Aparis streets following the events with the Exaltation Day massacre itself, and also in the rescuing Martella afterwards, have been more noticed. And this would be fairly apparent. Now, you were minor public figures before. I mean, you've got a nobleman, a disgraced nobleman, which is even more exciting than a nobleman. Uh, a face of military recruitment the guy who was on the posters you you've got all of this already in the party so it's not uncommon for people to just recognize you but this is different not everyone at the gala died of course maybe a third of the senate of the main seat of aparis government was slain there and dozens more various aides and pages but a lot of them survived you made your mark on a lot of them and your time at that Exaltation Gala. And the events afterward, subtle as you may have tried to be, well, now literally painted Princess Eutropia on his shield. And you got some (laughs) assistance from the Pathfinder Society in assaulting that warehouse in the form of two faces that you here in this channel might recognize, Valoros and Mauricio. And if you know Valoros... (laughs) He is, uh, maybe less subtle than no, if that's physically possible.
4: Your plan... I still need to share a drink with him.
0: Uh, if, you, uh, if your paths ever cross again, I'm sure he is more than down with that. But the point is, word gets around. And as thirsty as you all are for information and an understanding of what's happening and where you are and where you're headed, so too is everybody else in an Apara. And you... Are finding yourselves at the center of that now this introduces a pretty cool new mechanic into Pathfinder called personas I'm gonna bring this up I have talked to all of you about this briefly but since we haven't done anything with it yet we're going to go over it again one more time just because seriously this is an entirely brand new system Uh, For Pathfinder as a whole. So it's not just interesting knowledge to you. It's interesting knowledge to anyone trying to watch and keep up. You basically all got six new stats. You have Heroism, Sacrifice, Subterfuge, Genius, Sagacity, and Charm. Each of these stats represent your growing renown throughout Taldor. Your reputation. Not just how well you are known, but what you're known for. And for your deeds so far an Opara, each of you have a couple of ranks. You've got one in one of the first three of those based on your deeds, and one in one of the second set based on your stats. And I put those all on your character sheets under additional down in the... No, it's at the very bottom, because I did not know of a better way to put it. And for those of you familiar with Roll20, we are using the built-in Roll20 character sheets, the integrated ones that went up fairly recently, actually, which are just a really, really cool addition to playing online, because we get real quick access to clicking on a button and just oh, having dice fun. roll.
2: Sorry. And having
0: it factor in everything off your character sheet, including conditions, automatically, which makes some of the math involved very much simpler. But each of you have got one point in two of those stats to represent your growing prestige. Each of you. Now these contacts that you have all reached out to over the last week as you've been trying to get a hold of whoever you can and whoever you believe you can trust is represented by followers. As your renown increases. As you become more well-known, and your cause is heard across Taldor, ah, eh, for now, maybe across some of Opara, or <laughs> maybe around where you've had the most impact, but it will grow, as heroes do, you will gain more and more of these followers, and the ability to do cool and interesting things with them. For right now, since each of you have two ranks, and you have two followers per rank, quick maths, everyone's got four followers dara you have some military contacts you've reached out to that you know that you can trust kahina you went back to some of your friends and your acquaintances from the bardic colleges people you'd worked with uh and learned with before that you felt comfortable putting your fate in their hands and nori you have a couple of contacts in the underground you've worked with people you can reach out to uh with your services a bounty hunter people you've met or helped out who maybe owe you one balor you have people that have been to some of your lectures, maybe other wizards you may have spoken to, people you've taught, or made an impression on, or learned with. No, you didn't really give me anything to go on. So you also have four people, but
1: <laughs> you got that guy you bought some paint from. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, you met those. Uh, those. Well, uh, I
2: mean, one he spent a lot of
4: time out at like uh, the pub.
2: You got drinking buddies. Drinking buddies. Drinking buddies.
6: Exactly.
4: You can make some drinking really good buddies.
6: friends that
0: way. You yes, can. can. That's fair. That's fair. That's where I meet my most trusted friends is at the bar, heavily intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> That's how uh, Nell does things. So each of you have no, got a small... works
5: a lot better for people who
0: drink. It does. It's pretty hard to do <laughs> when you don't drink. So I guess I wouldn't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is the best way to make trusting contacts. Point is, each of you got four followers. So over the course of this week following the events of the Exaltation Day Massacre, you get what is called one Persona Phase. And again, this is a brand new mechanic. Now, with your Persona Phase, you can do one of two things. I'm leaning away from the mic for the second I turned Brent up so she can be heard a little better. You can do one of two things. You can either spend the time developing your own Persona, and I think with the threads you've laid about the uh, reaching out to more military contacts or friends from the bardic colleges or associates from bounty hunting or whatever each of you is pretty well set to develop your persona with this first phase now how this works is you pick one of those six stats heroism sacrifice subterfuge genius sagacity charm whichever one you want you can bring one you don't have up or you can add an additional point to one you already have but you are going to try to do something in order to continue to grow your renown. And there's a list in here of things that you can do. Uh, for instance, for sacrifice. I know Nell has a rank of sacrifice. He could spend some of the time, uh, in addition to getting this work done with his breastplate and his shield, this new heraldry and drinking, performing some charitable acts, inserting himself into the people around a on just getting his face out there. Maybe not even intentionally to rally support, but regardless of his goals, the results are going to be more people believing in him. Now, each of these actions requires a skill check. A skill check is going to be harder the higher rank you're trying to go to. It's more difficult to raise a facet from 1 to 2 than it is to raise it from 0 to 1. In addition... There is this list of, uh, various things here on this sheet that you're all looking at that shows which ranks can be raised by which actions and what skill checks you'll be making to try and raise that rank. Now, that said, you do not have to stick to these if you have a great flavorful in-character idea. Of something you can do, and a way you can utilize one of your good skills to try to develop your persona. By all means, this is Pathfinder. Roleplay it. And I will give you those dice. But if you think I'm going to let you use Intimidate to raise all six of your skills, you're wrong. (laughs) And you're going to be sad. So. Baylor, First Persona phase. What do you want to do?
1: I believe it's what you were talking about before. I'm gonna give a lecture.
0: That is one of the uh, actual things on there that's just given it as an example, even it's perfect, because that's exactly what you would do. So he's gonna head down to one of the local wizarding colleges and speak. And performing your lecture, you are going to use which of your knowledges? What are you going to speak about?
1: I'm going to go with Knowledge Arcana this time.
0: Right, simple, straightforward. We gotta teach him about magic. He's a wizard, after all. So make me a knowledge arcana check to see if you make enough of an impression to gain another point in, uh, I'm assuming, genius.
1: Yep. Let's see how this goes.
0: And you get a 25. Absolutely. That's a pretty solid lecture, Baylor. This is your element, fighting spamming acid splash not so much going into a lecture hall and teaching people about magic that's what you can do real well and over the over the uh, first half of this week you managed to raise your genius from one to two and you now have six followers two more of your contacts that you have reached out to that may have just been around and attending you get to know a little better you get to trust and you believe you can confide in them and Nori, how about you?
3: Um, I'd like to try to rage my, raise my subterfuge. Could I maybe like, meet with my Paran Underground people?
0: Uh, do, you arrange, do you want to arrange a secret meeting?
3: Yeah, that'll work. A um, secret meeting about Paran Underground.
0: Yeah, now you're either going to do that, if you want to raise your subterfuge, with a disguise check, escape artist, or, if you have a better idea... Because I don't think Inouri is super great at either of those.
3: How about uh, lore,
0: apart, and underground? Can I use that, that one? That would be pretty perfect. Yeah, it has would be a great place to use your lore, apart, and underground. And this you would also be a great moment. You found several uses for it. Well, Shut up. True. It's come up a couple times.
1: <laughs> you knew about the drugs with it.
0: This would be a good time while you're rolling that skill that no one's ever heard of to take a brief moment to explain the little bits of tiny modifications. I mean, everyone that plays Pathfinder outside their first time, and even their first time, they just don't know it because they didn't read the rules well enough, has some small pile of things they do a little differently. And this one actually is just a, an official variant rule set called Background Skills, which basically divides the skill ranks into active skills and background skills, or flavor skills. And this allows you to put your skill ranks into things like acrobatics and escape artists and diplomacy that come up all the time and are useful in gameplay, but get an additional pool of extra skill points that can only be used in some of the more flavorful skills, like knowledge engineering or craft, that you always, to some degree, kind of feel bad putting a rank in, that you could have put in perception. Background (laughs) skills is a fantastic variant rule set. So... We we do use that. Uh, it adds two new skills, artistry, which I don't believe anybody has, and lore, which is like a knowledge skill, but really, really specific. Perfect for this situation, though. Roll me that lore, Aparin Underground.
3: And it makes perfect sense, because she is, in fact, a bounty hunter. So, uh, let see.
0: And I guess I should also take the moment to clarify, too, that we are still playing first edition Pathfinder. Because I'm aware there is second edition playtest Pathfinder now. This War for the Crown is not that. This is Pathfinder 1e. We play in the good old, the classic for now. But definitely interested in jumping on some of that second edition. Or possibly even adapting some of the later stages of the campaign over. But we have pilfered a few rules from second edition. And as we come to variant rule sets or house rules that, we'll be, that we're using... I will, and if I don't, somebody in this group remind me, stop and explain to you what we're doing and why he's rolling a skill check that doesn't exist. Don't worry, we got you covered. But, uh... With a 20, you reach deep out into your network and you find a couple more contacts that, for whatever reason, you can trust. Maybe they just really owe you. Like, life-saving debt kind of thing. But you're sure... They're not going to turn coat. You get two more followers, and your subterfuge increases to two. How about you, nice. Nell Stalwart?
4: I'm going to do exactly what you expect. During the day, he's going to be painting, but in the evenings and at night, he's going to be out at the bars paying for people's nights and telling jokes. And I'm going to attempt to use perform comedy to raise my charm.
0: Okay, alright, I'll let it happen. Perform comedy seems like a perfect skill to use to to raise your general charm as you go out and buy people drinks and uh, just keep the party going long after it may have stopped on its own. But uh, with a 17, you're quite an entertaining guy. But unfortunately, a few days of reaching out of the bars just trying to play the funny man doesn't really rally you any big support behind you. It doesn't noticeably raise your renown in a way that would be helpful in the grand political scheme. Unfortunate. Kahina, you're up.
2: Um, Kahina uh, is going to use some of her friends from the Bard College, and uh, she's not going to organize a party, but she is going to organize a show. Ooh. Okay. So she's performance. going to. She's going to organize a performance with her and her friends, uh, putting on um, a play. Um, so she is going to. I will use perform oratory.
0: What are you trying to raise? Or
2: or or I'm trying to raise my uh, my charm. So okay. I guess I could use diplomacy too so uh I mean, yeah
0: I'll, you could literally just i would let you just use the regular organized party thing for this okay and you just okay. uh your party is just a performance with mm-hmm. you and some of your fellows from the bardic college from the kitharodian academy or whatever it is you went but <sighs> huh. similarly to Nell rolling a three on the die unfortunately a yeah, total of a 16 <laughs> that's enjoyed it
2: wasn't a one <laughs> they
0: appreciated it it was a good show but you didn't really forge any new meaningful connections with any of your fellow actors or any nobles who may have arrived. Dara, we got you last. You've been trying to pull the military, uh, some of your old military friends behind you. How are you going to try yep. and rally more support with this week specifically?
5: So I've got a couple uh, older uh, military uh, veterans, and so I'm going to bring in and also have a. Uh, small get together with some young talent that were uh, that I thought had a really big future that I recruited and have them meet some of the older more experienced veterans that they okay. really look up to and have them try and influence them with me
0: Alright, so what are you trying to raise and what are you trying to roll for
5: it? Um I guess subterfuge
0: You to try subterfuge? Okay And what do you want to roll for it?
5: Um I'm not sure, what would you suggest?
0: Well, that is an interesting one. Uh trying to bring people together like that, I would say bluff or knowledge local. Or if you're really just trying to reach out to military contacts, profession soldier uh would be a fantastic way to try to pull people together.
5: Okay, so I'll do profession
0: soldier. If you're only that profession soldier. Ooh! Ooh, we starting oh, no. we're starting so strong over cool. here today. There
2: comes. We're we
0: taking them the down. Guys. We had the nine, then the three, then the two. Oh, baby.
6: Spicy <laughs>
2: dice.
1: I didn't Love it. It's hard to get back tonight. to normal life after yeah. all the crap we just went through.
0: It is. You have been a living a very, very difficult existence for a few days. And it kind of goes the opposite of the direction that you were hoping. With what newfound renown you have... Some of the contacts you reach out to just don't come back. They don't return. They don't follow up. Your summons go unanswered and your messages receive no reply. As some of the people you try to reach out to make it fairly obvious either their support is elsewhere or they're just trying to distance themselves from this entire thing. Now, good news for those of you that failed and even those of you that were successful. We get one more Persona phase. Before this week is over just to introduce this and give you a little more opportunity to try and build up your support base now with the second one I'm gonna introduce a different thing that you can do if you Have two ranks in a facet which two of you do because you were successful if you have two ranks in a facet then instead of trying to rally more support and trying to raise your own renown you can send your followers on something called an operation. Now, this really depends on how much support you have available and how powerful you are in one facet. And this is where it kind of starts to limit you a bit. But instead of recruiting further, if either Baylor or Inori wants to launch an operation based on your facet you have two ranks in, you can do that. And the way these work is that you take the followers you have and put them to work. Let's just start with the first one here, filter rumors, because it's fairly straightforward. You send out your followers to learn, and they do their best to try to separate fact from fiction, the local gossip from information actually worth knowing. So at some point, when you or any other player character during the next Persona phase makes a diplomacy check to gather information, instead of doing that i will roll what's called an operation check which is a roll with a bonus equal to the number of agents you committed to the operation and uh, early on with things like this there's no reason to uh not commit all of them there are some operations later where it gets risky but for something like this since you can only have one operation going at once, there's really no reason not to send all six of your dudes out and just get a plus six on the roll. But instead of your diplomacy check, if you have, I don't know, really bad diplomacy, you can get an operation check instead. And if it's successful, oh, it's not even, not instead, my mistake. You would get the rumor as normal. You'd also get the operation check that tells you whether that rumor is true or not. Which is just as important as getting the rumor itself. Because sometimes they're just gossip. And it's not going to be the first time that the two-perception squad has been led into deceit by <laughs> crap that they just heard from the local populace. But if you look through this list here, what do you got to in, Baylor Genius? Yes. Uh, you have a couple that you can get to with Genius. You can have them research for you, which means if there becomes uh, comes a situation for you to research something, they'll have researched it for you. Uh, recover agents doesn't matter right now. You can have them craft things for you. Or uh, last stitch effort is kind of a special one. There's there's not a ton you can do with these operations uh, right now with access to only one facet. Which is why spreading can actually be useful. Because you may notice how many ranks you have in the facet does not affect the success rate of these missions. So if you have two in everything, you still get... What would that be? 12 total ranks of 24 followers that could all be sent on a... Uh, an an operation for any facet. But increasing your facets further, I promise you, is its own reward. Uh further beyond two, as you will just continue to get better and better things as you go on. So you've got options, Baylor. You want to try to develop your persona, or do you want to launch an operation? I will tell you since that first persona phase, I kinda pigeonholed you in the developing A for the just the experience of rolling some dice and be because you didn't really have an opportunity to use it if you do an operation here this operation will persist through the first section of songbird scion saboteur even after you leave apara up to you i still want to work on developing mine Probably a good idea. What do you want to do this week? And there's nothing that stops you from doing the same thing again and just giving more lectures. But of course, as you're trying to increase your genius further, you're going to have to roll better. Now, the last thing I'll tell you real quick is you can't have more ranks in one facet than your character level. So you currently can't go above four. And you can't have more total ranks than twice your character level. You're not really in danger of hitting either of those right now, but just keep that in the back of your minds. You got some limits based on your level in there, but go ahead and tell me what you're going to do.
1: I'd like to give another lecture, but this one's possibly more complicated than the last.
0: Okay. Alright, sounds good. What knowledge are we using?
1: Well, I have Pragmatic Activator, which lets me use my intelligence to use magic device, rather than using Charisma for it. So you
0: want
1: a more hands-on
0: kind of demonstration. Or you want to just talk about, literally about, the ability to activate items through sheer understanding. Rather than your own personal force of magic, or kind of innate power. Just knowing exactly how to apply your own magic to a thing. Okay, I'll give it, I'll I'll give it, I'll give it. You want another genius rank, I'm assuming? Yep. I'll give it to you. Roll me that used magic device check. 25, again, real consistent here on the dice, and that's pretty good. That'll give you two more followers, bringing you up to eight, and a third rank in Genius, and boy, do we want to tell him what he's won. You're pretty well known at this point. That is something very few people can accomplish. It is incredibly uncommon to have the ability to activate magical artifacts through sheer understanding and practical application of your own arcane magic that's not something people can do and with this you have gained enough renown for a new benefit from your three genius so at some point before the next persona phase and it refreshes every persona phase so if you want to write this down as a once per persona phase ability wherever you decide You can leverage your renown, your giant wizard brain for a bonus to a skill check, actually. You can get a plus two that you can just pull out of your pocket for any knowledge check. Once per Persona
3: phase. Before you roll, or can you tack it on after if you, like, botch it?
0: You know it technically says let's go with as written you gotta announce you're using it so if you really really want to know something you gotta throw it on there I was thinking it'd be cool to give it to you after but let's stick to at least some degree of rules as written pathfinder here <laughs> Rather than just going out the window <laughs> immediately I don't know, I played this system before and it's gone no <laughs> so you gotta do it um after you've rolled but before I told you if you were successful How's that?
1: So I can't turn it into a success, but if you I can. feel like I, well, I, but well, I can't know that I failed and then right. turn it into a right, success. Right, right, right.
0: So you can roll, and if it's really important knowledge, and you roll a four, and you end up with what does that give you? A Thirty-nine or whatever with your ridiculous knowledge, <laughs> and you really feel uh, like you needed if it was a, thirteen. Yeah, you feel like it was DC fifteen. You can drop that plus two for I tell you if you're successful or not. Okay, cool. inori
3: um, I would like to try and maybe raise the other skill, the the genius one that I have.
0: Okay. So bring them so, both up. The idea. You uh you, do you have genius? oh yeah you do have genius because you are still a magus and you definitely had int. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So what do you want to do? Because I'm assuming you probably don't bring, go don't give lectures. No, no, exactly. It's probably Which? not what you're after.
3: Reading this one, it kind of makes sense. Uh, research. If I could have them research, you know, my my target, that would be pretty beneficial all around.
0: That would definitely help you out. All right, so you're gonna do a little bit of research. How are you rolling?
3: Ooh, that's the trick, huh?
0: Because it ain't a par what? in underground. Not this time. No. I'm use that not, for both. Not
3: this time. No, I can't use that for this one. Which do I roll for genius?
0: I think uh. if you're trying to do some research, like a, a knowledge would be good. Or if you're trying to send them to learn something about this Milton Jareth. I might give you diplomacy or bluff. The ones that come to mind for me.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I-, I can do diplomacy. Alright, give me a diplomacy
0: work. check. This is Raise Your Genius to two, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Twenty-five. We got all the spicy dice it's on two just- people here, and up you go. Also getting two new followers and going up to two in Genius. So you, for later Persona phases, you now have access to Genius and Subterfuge operations. Nell, you want to do better? Are you gonna keep trying to be funny?
4: I actually would like. Yeah, I'll keep being funny. I'll all right, funny guy. Give me that
0: profession later. comedy.
1: Do better. He's funny over here.
0: Look at this funny guy thinking he's funny.
4: This funny guy is going to
1: tell he's some He's not funny, funny at all. <laughs> You're not even remotely
0: getting boo. Boo. Boo him right. off the... Hold you on. Mean, I have a so laugh because so. I'm
4: paying for their drinks.
0: Just boo him off the freaking stage. Oh, no,
1: you didn't.
6: I can't believe you had that.
3: Oh, uninstall (laughs) now.
1: How how can you not believe that? How long have you known Squid? How could you not believe that? How long have you known
3: me? Come
0: on. Come on.
3: I, I got sideswiped by that one. I gotta be honest. It could be the beer, but I don't know.
0: So, some of you astute viewers in both the audience and the party may have noticed the you know, background sounds of a para behind this. It's not just a music playlist. Uh, we have got something, and this is new and exciting. I didn't know about it until Dan, who I'm going to get full credit for introducing me to this, showed me what might be the coolest thing that exists. It's called Sirenscape, and it is a giant fantasy tabletop soundboard. And
2: Nice. I
0: have access to so much potential here. I, I can find something for basically every situation. So not, we don't just have background music now. We have this ambiance. We have the people of the of the streets. We have the town of Opara around us. We got that immersive hit there. How cool is that?
3: Pretty cool.
6: I
2: think That's it's pretty great.
0: cool. It's pretty cool. Siren Skate's pretty dope. Anyway, Nell sucks. Kahina. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, so, all right. I was thinking maybe sabotage opponent, but instead of the sleight of hand or the stealth or the subterfuge, I still want to raise the charm. So this says you cunningly set one of your opponents up for a fall, perhaps causing one of his shameful secrets to go public. What if the secret wasn't necessarily true? I think that's the idea of sabotage
0: opponent, yes. Yeah. I am unclear on how you're raising charm with this. How are people knowing you as being more charming?
2: Um Donker. I mean raising subterfuge, not I'm sorry. Oh, subterfuge.
0: subterfuge, Okay. Using bluff
2: because it's not necessarily true. I'll
0: give it to you. That's that's good. That's good. I was like, I'm unclear on how you're getting more charming. I mean subterfuge,
2: but using bluff instead, because I'm making it up.
0: Roll me that bluff check. Oof. Oh no! God. Oh Oof. no!
6: Oof!
2: It's just—it just hurts, man. Oh, that hurts just, me here. I, I it hurts this
3: after now. Hey, hey Air high five,
0: bro.
2: Yeah. In case
0: anyone was curious, <laughs> the D twenty does Stop. have a one on it. One of the sides on a D twenty is—is the hot, spicy Uno.
2: And Mr. I like to find that hot, spicy, you know, more often than not.
0: She is still the one.
2: I'm still the one. You Shemmy, the what one. was that
0: song? You are the one. <laughs> <laughs> Dara. Some
2: things never change.
0: Dara, please redeem yourself. <laughs> it can't go down like this.
5: Okay, so I am going to go to a bar that uh, I know that two kind of on-the-fence uh, military guys go to and they hold their cards really close to the chest okay And i am going to try and get the uh, subterfuge again and roll a um a sense motive
0: okay so you're trying to get your subterfuge up to one right you don't have subterfuge yeah. right now okay so roll me that sense motive check as you show up to meet these people It's just, oh, it's just, I feel it in my bones. You <laughs> hate to watch these things happen. You just hate to watch them happen. Well, two people got two extra ranks, and a, I mean, Nel, Baylor and Ori are having a great time going their now. Why does this feel like
1: the gala all over again? Going, <laughs> their, Only in going
0: their pace. And Nel, Kahina, and Dara, well, Nel and Dara aren't really used to this kind of face is kind of trying to rally a support base. Kahina, you would think would be. But maybe she's just a little camera shy now that so much is on the line and you got the fate of a nation at your feet here. But with that, that wraps up our week of downtime. At the end of this week, each of you at your various homes, residences, shop, possibly also the Uh, In Ori's shop if you're Dara and you're hanging out there sometime You would have a messenger reach you His words were pretty simple He needed you To meet Lady Martella at the Porthmus club. This is a new icon I have added the apartment map here that we did not have previously up here in Erodin's view Who's got knowledge local and might know anything about this fine establishment?
1: Let's
5: uh, see about that. I have some. Anyone who wants to roll, go
0: ahead. I'll just be what your character knows specifically. Nothing. Next. <laughs> Much better. Um, no. Just brush over that nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
5: no. of town.
0: <laughs> you, you don't, really. I mean, you, you kind of live <laughs> down on Worldbreaker Hill, like, not too far down from there, but, I mean, you don't live a terribly fancy life. You're... Reserved. You're modest. You probably wouldn't have been to a place like the Porthmas Club. Uh, neither would have Nell, really, but he knows some about it, as does Kahina. He'll at least have heard of it. It's a very fine establishment indeed. A very exclusive tea house that actually requires membership to so much as enter. Understandable why Martella would le- want to meet you there, as it's just going to have a very much smaller and hopefully more private clientele. But you're to meet her there the next morning. And according to the messenger, you've been instructed to pack for a long trip through the country. Bring at least one fine outfit, a suitable hunting outfit, and at least one respectable mask or costume.
3: Well, I need to go shopping.
0: I think some of you do, in fact, need to go shopping. That sounds pretty important. <laughs> so, I don't think you own most of those things. Once upon a time, Inori owned a nice dress. And,
3: well, make
1: yeah, Even I don't was think torn that... It apart by rats.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was very, very torn apart by rats. That's uh, not really a thing that you have anymore. So you head down into the marketplace. Uh, up near the, the Lion's Gate, down near the ports... You got merchants hawking their wares left, right, and center. It's a para, and regardless, business is still proceeding as usual down here. You've got all kinds of options and things you can get. So, what are you guys after? Because there's a few outfits you can try to get a hold of. There's various levels of fancy. Uh, most of you might, or some of you might still have your courtier's outfit that you had gotten before you headed out to the gala. But it goes higher than that. You can get a noble's outfit, there's royal outfits, but I mean, it's just like tiers of really how much do you want to spend on what you would consider a fine outfit. A hunting outfit's another thing entirely. And a costume? The party, uh, you're gonna meet up for this? It would be a safe assumption that this messenger would have reached out to each of you. So, sure. it'd be I've easy for you place. to gather together and go on one nice collective shopping uh, shopping trip to the apartment markets who needs to buy clothes
2: so i have a question squid i have an do answer. i need to buy clothes because i come i have already bought sleeves of mini garments
0: that's pretty useful uh
2: the wearers of these sleeves can when she slips them on choose right to transform <laughs> the appearance of her current garments to any, yeah? any okay. other non-magical set of clothing, these new clothes fit her perfectly and are always clean and mended unless she specifically designates otherwise.
0: That does definitely. Of disguise yeah, it only a...
1: changes your clothes.
0: Yeah, I mean that sounds exactly perfect. So I think you're pretty much good to go with your sleeves of mini garments. I just need garments. a mask. I didn't know you cool. bought that with your uh, with your character is money. It, That's perfect.
2: It, I did, cause I'm a bard. I pretty good idea. Costumes.
0: So the rest of you. Who still has? Who needs to get a fancy outfit?
3: I do. It's
0: going to go, I would have the outfit except
3: can't
0: for the hunting that. one. A uh, so, if you want a courtier's outfit, Nell, you would surely have a courtier's outfit uh, that you could get. A courtier's outfit is like the lowest tier of what's considered fine. Probably, I mean, you could try to go lower, but like, if she told you to bring a fine outfit, do you want to try to go lower? <laughs> 30 gold for a courtier's outfit if you want to go up to a noble's outfit it's 75 gold and then if you want to go real big and fancy you can either spend more than that on just a fancier outfit or jewelry etc it's really it's clothes shopping how fancy do you want to be how much money do you want to spend on your outfit i'm just giving you some generally accepted bars to hit here uh baylor what do you got what do you need
1: I do still have my Envoy ring. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it have Disguise Self to have a noble's outfit on?
0: It absolutely does have Disguise Self to put a noble's my outfit on.
1: My clothes.
0: So, yeah, you can use I mean, that.
1: I don't have other outfits, but for the fancy one, I...
0: Yeah, it does. Li- it lasts up to 24 hours, too. Yep, and it matches the local nobility. So you... Both jaws have actually got magical artifacts who will make them look way fancier than they actually are, so it sounds good to me. And Nori, what are you going for? I know you're not big on fancy things, but last time you were in a dress and heels, it didn't end well, if I remember correctly.
3: No, it didn't. Ugh. But if I gotta look good, the last one really didn't look great. So can I get, like, a a noble's dress, perhaps?
0: Absolutely, can. Uh, That, like, tier to be considered noble's is at least 75 gold.
3: Okay, and I'm going to need a mask. and are going
0: to need a mask and also how much you want to spend yeah. on it. Um, I want it to be a, a, a pretty good A mask, mask can be anywhere from, like, I mean, you can get like a Halloween party shop costume mask for, like, a silver. You could easily spend up to 50, 100 gold. It's against how hard you want to go on, like, a masquerade mask. What are you after?
4: Uh, we just thought, up oh, there he is. Oh, yep. there he is. What do you have here? Discord did weird things. Uh, how about
3: another 75 on a mask?
0: Oh, that's, I mean, you, 75, you're oh. going like gem-studded, super-fine masquerade mask. Like, we're talking doubles as fancy jewelry for 75. I want you to, again, we had this talk a couple times before, understand how much a gold is. <laughs> because it's yeah. easy to lose track of being protagonist than a Pathfinder story. A gold is a lot of money. A knight in an inn is, like, five silver. <laughs> okay, gold, maybe 50 then. Yeah, think of a gold as, like, $50. Like, it's... A gold is actually a lot of money. A 75 gold mask is just like a huge pile of gemstones.
3: Well, she was kind of embarrassed with her dress at the gala and how it got shredded. It's probably going to happen again, but she at least wants to look good doing it.
0: Okay. So 75 gold into a very fine noble's outfit, and then how much into a mask? 50. 50. That's pretty top end of, like, filigree, um, very much done with, like, some gold and silver work and and fine uh, emblazoned designs across it. Still a very, very fancy masquerade mask. as much a status symbol as a mask, but you're going for it there. Alright, so you spend uh, 125 gold?
3: And uh, whatever I need for a a hunting outfit.
0: So that, that's more really just what you want to spend on it. Just a kind of a traditional... Outfit to just just go out. You're looking at like five silver or gold for just a more standard outfit. There's not like specifically uh, a hunting outfit, but just just gear that you would take outside and not care if it gets dirty is obviously gonna be a lot cheaper.
3: Well, we'll we'll throw five gold at it, make it
0: 130 total. Okay, we'll we'll get get the fancy hunting gear too, that you kinda care if it gets dirty. Alright. Nell, you got a fancy outfit. Uh, You at least have a caretaker's outfit for sure.
4: Do you want anything else? Oh, I had a noble's outfit that I wore to the gala.
0: Oh, you have a noble's outfit. Fantastic. Okay. Do you want anything else?
4: Uh, I'm going to buy a hobgoblin mask and yeah. hunting clothes.
0: You got a fancy, like, costume hobgoblin mask. I like it. And yeah, some hunting like clothes. Art- How much is that? They actually have
4: happening? a moving mouth. Uh, oh, that's a I'm thing. A li- yeah. yeah. It's an actual, like, it's a figure goes over your head and it moves when you talk and stuff.
0: Okay. That's real. Okay. How much is that? That's a. I didn't know that was a thing that uh, existed.
4: Five to ten gold. I'm spending seven for a nicer looking one.
0: Okay, fair enough. So uh, you've all, 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 of course, got your gold on your various sheets. I'm assuming you're ticking down whatever you're spending, uh, mm-hmm. dipping into party loot should you have to. Uh, Kahina, and I'm just
4: gonna you, buy a oh. set of peasants' clothes for hunting gear.
0: This yeah, so just a cheap hunting outfit. Fair enough. Kahina, you've got your sleeves and mini garments, so yeah, you I can. I
2: still need a mask.
0: You need a mask, but they can otherwise function as pretty much everything else put together.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think I'll get a, a fancy, jeweled one, like a hundred gold. We we'll go like top end. Top end, super to mask. The, because we she got, can make her stuff super fancy. You're playing so you like what is realistically
0: a several thousand dollar mask. Yeah. But, she's uh,
1: going full bard on this. I'm she going is
0: going. Full we have full reached maximum shelling. Sounds good to me, Dara. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, does my military uniform count as a uh, formal attire?
0: If you wanted to formal attire is what you make of it if you think wearing uh, that's what you did at the gala is yeah, you I just wore your uh, your military armor uh, and if you want to do that again you are more than welcome to it's just
5: I think it'll help um with the way that I'm trying to win people over
0: okay fair enough uh, what about a mask or hunting outfit I guess military outfit kind of functions for both but uh, what about a, like a mask <laughs>
5: uh, I'll get a mask I'll just get like a I don't know five-gold mask or
0: something okay mr. I mean, okay, five-gold mask is still lots a that's a mask and I, I'm yeah. still not positive we're all really appreciating <laughs> how much a gold is here yeah well, that's it's like not a two hundred and fifty dollar
3: mask <laughs> well, we, but we got a lot of money now all of a sudden so you
0: do you, know, you do you, you did protagonist things and uh, it turns don't out to disappoint down
1: Martella oh it that's turns right. out good
0: working directly for even a deposed princess gives you access to a pretty good amount of money so you all gather up these things together and then you've been told to pack for a long trip through the country is there anything else that you want to buy or bring with you uh that is not already on your various character sheets before you head up to the porthmas club to meet with martella
4: just some extra rations
0: okay how do you feel if you just buy those and throw them on your sheet as you see fit (laughs) rations are what, like five swords, pick up a bushel and throw them at your character sheet. The weight is more the problem than the money. Because most of you live the dangerous life on the cusp of (laughs) over-encumbered. As ten strength characters I want to be. So Nell's got a bucket of snacks. Anyone else?
5: So what if I were to get rations, uh, how much would they be and how much do they
0: weigh? Uh, Let me see. I want to say, because they're day rations. And they're decently heavy. Uh, It's one pound per day's worth of rations you want to bring with you. And they're five silver, so half of a gold. Now, keep in mind that, like, going into battle, you're not going to be carrying 20 days of rations in your backpack. Hypothetically, going into battle. Stop metagaming. It's not Pathfinder. There's not fighting in my... My good, noble roleplay. I think but, uh, I might
5: just have get one just you know, just
0: to have one day's worth of the food. Long trip to the countryside. I'm not that hungry. One day's worth of food. Well, you know,
5: it's good. I mean, to long
0: trip was like unclear it. on the duration, to be fair.
5: Yeah, long, but a, a gonna day trip's pretty I long. <laughs> uh, well, I
0: agree.
4: Oh, I'm also buying a tackle kit just in case we decide we want some fresh fish.
0: Good idea. That's pecking I mean, can, for a long trip in the country. Now. That's what we're looking for. He can try. He can throw a hook in the water and maybe we we'll get lucky eventually. Fish I are pretty dumb.
3: I bet he thinks he can fish. You probably can't fish. I could be wrong.
4: Well, a tackle cake comes with more than just a hook.
0: Yeah, it's it's like a full thing, like line and there's baits and sinkers yeah. and floaters. It's like a, a book full on fishing how to kit. Fish. <laughs>
4: yeah, literally like one of the. I know he's boxes. not having it. Like toolbox style thing you bring fishing with you. It's like one of those. Nori's no
0: having play. exactly none of this.
4: <laughs>
0: no faith, no faith in the Nell Stalwart fishing show ever getting off the ground. Uh, anything else that you guys want to pick up before we move on? Thank for a long trip to the country. Anything else you want to buy? Anything else you want to bring? Anything else you think you want to have access Um, to?
2: I think I might grab uh, two really good bottles of wine for like gifts for somebody if we have to like grease palms or something. That is a
4: fantastic idea. I I still have two gallons of ale. That is not what she's talking about. (laughs) That
2: is not (laughs) fine. Will you calm down, you (laughs) alcoholic? You don't get to drink this.
0: That is not even. (laughs) <laughs> sort of close to she's what she's currently talking
6: about. Nowhere near.
0: So, a, a fancy bottle of wine's probably gonna run oh. you like. It. You want a good, some good top shelf wine, like ten gold a yes. bottle.
2: Okay. And then I got my thieves' tools and stuff.
0: Shoutouts to SirenScape for letting me uh, manage the volume levels of various things that make up the ambiance, so I can turn that one guy who's going really hard on hockey <laughs> like, players down to like half volume. <laughs>
6: I, I like
0: that they have They have controls I guess I could just actually show you guys On the stream here I like that they have go across. I like that they have individual controls For all of the uh, All of the different things That are a part of what they call the busy marketplace So I can turn This was like up here by default That guy was going way too hard I had to tell that dude to rein it in No one's buying your whatever it is You're selling over there Please calm
1: down <laughs> Maybe it was fishing oh. kits. Maybe someone did buy
6: it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he's hawking fine wine or fishing kits, I mean, I apologize because that guy hit it on the money. Huh. Anyway. So, are we good? Are we good, friends? Have we successfully prepared for our adventure into? Yeah, I'm
5: a good survivor. I whatever we're you. doing
0: in the countryside, that guy's still just going for it, even at half <laughs> volume. All right. So. With your things in tow, you take some time to get together whatever little pieces of memorabilia or goods you have from your home. Gather up everything that you have on your character sheet. Pack for a long journey. And everyone heads out together to the Porthmas Club to go meet up with Martella. Now, up in this district up here, up in Erodin's View, things are much quieter. Uh, you're away from the busy center of the town. And you are very much away from that guy screaming whatever he's screaming about fishing kits.
3: <laughs> Leroy.
0: And as you walk up here, that next morning, it's still relatively early. You're heading out for breakfast, possibly an early lunch. And as you approach the Porthams Club, which regardless of what you know about it, I'm sure none of you have ever been to, in the morning light here, this cafe is the Color of ripe market oranges. Maybe that's what that guy was selling, ripe market oranges. And as you approach the aromas of a dozen teas intermingle around the doorway. Uh, Rodin's view is a very expensive district. Few wander the streets, giving the tea house an air of exclusivity even before you entered the place. A suited valet stands by the door kind of eyeing your group as you approach. Now, are you wearing your fine clothes as you head out to this, or are you wearing your armor, etc., or just daily uh, outfits? What are, we, what are we looking like? for
2: me.
1: Yep, using I'm my ring, looking fancy. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm
4: wearing my normal, I guess, finery because he wouldn't really have like just average clothes but with does that still
0: include on. your breastplate yeah okay i was, I was double checking who has yeah, armor i'm wearing
5: on? the armor i'm wearing armor with the uh smoke bomb ready to go at any time
0: you do not have a smoke bomb in your head is it walk through the effect on oh, the armor, oh right, right right you forgot you got that special mist armor that's right a command where you can just vanish into a cloud of mist <laughs> oh yeah ready to go i guess that is smoke bomb ready to go at all times uh who else is wearing armor or who is not wearing armor can armor. I wear,
3: can I wear my my chain shirt with my dress? Half or the point of a chain shirt, pas? yes.
0: Uh half the point of light armor is that you can wear it. I mean, you you're clearly wearing it, but it's in Taldor, especially in times like this, it is far from uh unheard of. It's not really gonna turn any hands. And outside of like the highest of hoity toity fancy establishments, no one's really gonna I mean, no one anywhere probably is going to stop you from entering, but only in the most exclusive company would anyone even consider that odd at
3: all. Okay, that's what I'll do. Dress with my armor on.
0: Okay, uh, Baylor, you don't have armor, but did you cast mage armor?
1: I did not cast mage armor before coming here.
0: Okay, uh, Kahina, armor?
2: Well, she she's wearing her armor, but she has her sleeves, so it looks like oh, she's in fancy
0: clothes. But the sleeves make it look so
4: you don't have armor on?
2: Yeah.
1: Probably acts as glamored.
0: It's it's glamor. It's
1: disguised self, just only clothes. Is it disguised
0: self? Mm -hmm. I think so. It transforms... Okay, here's what I'm going to say. It transforms the appearance of your current garments. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think that's quite glamored armor. That just makes whatever outfit you have on look like whatever outfit you want. I don't think that's going to hide the fact that you're wearing armor. It's a 200 gold item. It's not quite that powerful. But it will uh-huh. let you wear just like comfortable clothes and look like you have a noble's outfit on.
2: Okay. That's fine.
0: So, armor or no? Uh, yeah, armor.
2: Okay. I guess and if you have light right armor. Do you have this. light armor or medium armor? I have armor? large armor. Yeah. Okay,
0: so yeah, you can also just wear it under your clothes, and then again, that's not a huge faux pas or anything. Mm-hmm. As you approach the Porthmus Club, this valet is just kind of watching. I mean, you're clearly coming towards it, however, awkwardly. And uh, as you approach the door, he nods towards you and holds a hand out. uh, Palm up as if he's waiting for
5: something. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Are you. What are you looking for?
0: This is an exclusive establishment. I assume if you want entry, that you have memberships.
1: We received an invite from a Martella Hmm. I'm
0: afraid that's not how it works if she's not here to interview. you personally. And uh, as he says that, you see Martella coming towards the door behind him. And she just walks past and kind of waves a hand in his face and motions for the group you to follow in. And noise,
3: just looking at the guy shaking her head. Can't believe it.
0: The valet, uh, equal parts... Crest followed and kind of disappointed at his loss of his brief moment of power. Steps aside and allows you all to follow Martella inside. Now, the inside of the club is kind of surprising. Surprisingly plain, really. I mean, viewed in isolation, the interior here could be the inside of any building, with fairly plain white stone floors and simple cafe tables scattered around with pairs or small gatherings of chairs only thing that really stands out is a glass-fronted counter stretching across the back displaying a huge array of cream cakes and pastries all labeled with overly fancy-sounding names and relatively exorbitant price tags. Martell leads you back to a corner booth, one of the larger ones where all of you can be seated together, and takes her seat first before nodding at the rest of you to join her.
1: Take a seat.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: And so the rest of you sit down. Thank you for joining me here on such short notice. I didn't know before yesterday what our best uses, or what the future had in store for us, but please consider your meals and drinks today on my dime. Have what you will. And uh, very briefly afterward, a waiter approaches do take orders? Uh, Martel orders herself a very light, uh, just kind of like a meat crepe and fancy-sounding tea, uh, ordering out an ustalavic mix. Do you guys want to pick anything up right here?
4: I would like some Dragon Punch whiskey.
0: Oh, don't know if they're going to have that in the Club. It's this club. It's, it's this is expensive a, uh, whiskey. And this is a tea house,
4: sir. I thought we could have whatever we want. I'm sad.
3: Can your alcoholism wait for five it's minutes? It's not
4: alcoholism; it's simply a nice establishment. the expensive drinks, but Martella kind if of it's smiles,
0: shugs towards the waiter. We've more than teas, of course, if you'd like to see the menu. But few of the alcoholic options outside of the wine. Hmm. I can bring you a wine list.
4: Do you have coffees? We do, sir. Just a, a coffee, then. I'm not so much a fan of teas.
0: Mm. Of course. He makes a quick note. Uh, does anybody else like to order any drinks, any appetizers, like uh, breakfasts?
2: Uh, Kahina raises her hand. Yes, I'll have a, uh, a cinnamon tea.
0: Mm. Very well.
2: And, uh, I'll take... And then she turns around and looks at the pastry bar and picks, like, four different, just ridiculously sweet pastries. Looking
0: looking at the back, you see a few things that stand out to you. uh, We've got some options. Night fennel tarts, cave paprika cheesecakes, something simply labeled a rock cone. And near the edges, there are a few creams, a manticore sorbet, and something called an uglioshilo cake. Or uglioshilo cake as well as several just various flavored custards. Uh, it goes down to smaller appetizers uh, or smaller samplings, exo-nut bonbons and some basic uh, breakfast and meals like the crepes Martella's is having. Uh, there's all sorts of things here.
2: Uh, she's going to take like a cheesecake and and some bonbons and a crepe and uh, just if it's sugar, she wants it on her plate. <laughs> you said Diabetic you coma. I can't eat sugar anymore. She's going to eat all the sugar in the world for me. There you go. Living vicariously. Living vicariously.
0: vicariously Sounds good to me. And uh, Martella kind of chuckles a bit and turns back towards Inori and Baylor. Anything? I mean it.
3: doing Well, I mean, if you insist. Can I get uh, steak, eggs, and uh, a wine? Something red. Mm.
0: I can do the uh, light... Eggs, sir, but uh, we don't have any steak. Uh, heavy. It's a it's breakfast. Excuse me. You see this dress?
3: It's it's it's, ma'am. You fool.
0: Mm. Right. My mistake, ma'am.
3: <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Just bring. Make sure you bring that wine, though. Seriously.
0: Um, do you have a preference, at least? Reds or whites? A flavor, perhaps? Uh, Something red, like I mm. said. I'll bring you our daily. And, uh, for you, sir. As he turns to the half-elf there uh,
1: Whatever tea Martella ordered. Hmm.
0: Of course. A second of the Ustavik mix. I'll have that out shortly. And he turns and heads off. Martella Hi. turns... Hi. Ah, did you? Ah. <laughs> Sorry, not it. Hey, I, thought,
6: I thought you got something.
0: Oh, I thought you got something. I'm a terrible waiter, but it's okay. He's better than me, because he works for this club. He doesn't leave. What do you want, Dara? <laughs>
5: um... I will have a banana pear cake with uh, dulce de leche mm. and a lavender lychee tea.
0: Of course. Uh, uh-huh. Danny would say uh, I'll have the so early because that's everybody, and then he would leave. <laughs> <laughs> I had it that I had five of them, but one of them was Martella, so I was definitely that was not five characters. It I was like, dang it, I thought I had it. <laughs> The anyway. The noise
3: is giving Dara a look like what did you just order? <laughs> she has no idea what
6: she just
1: ordered. Military man ordering banana pancakes yeah, in all been... kinds of ways. Oh,
5: banana pear pancakes. Thank you very much.
4: He just has a very uh, extensive and well-controlled diet. I've
5: Walmart. dined with very high military members who have traveled a bunch. Well, I'm
0: glad to see that the group of you have bonded, if nothing else. I never got the chance to thank you all properly for, well, saving me from that unfortunate situation.
3: That's all part of the job, ma'am.
0: And thank you once more for accepting to help us with our various endeavors. But business can wait. Surely we'll have time to speak. I hope that you found the streets of Apara reasonable in the wake of recent events. Are you all... Well, of course, have you all escaped these these last horrible days uh, relatively safe and unharmed? You, you all look well enough now, but previously at the warehouse, I had my worries.
4: we weathered it quite well. Fortunately. That's good to hear. Not, uh, it was not the safest of encounters, but we're, we're fine.
0: No, and one that I'd never... Expected to send you into I Of course had no but not in my wildest dreams could have imagined events playing out as they had but it Gave you an opportunity to prove yourselves. So it will and Gave us and our interests new agents to rely on those that are very very much appreciated in these uncertain times Again, it's good to see that you Seem to be coming together. Uh, I hope that inserting my my own agent here, she gestures towards Kahina, uh, hasn't caused much upset. But you seem to be well enough off.
2: I'm doing I'm doing well. Uh, they have everybody's been very accepting, and um, I look forward to get to know everybody better as hmm. as we seem like we are taking our leave of the city I from your note
0: unfortunately I guess business talk is unavoidable here seeing the circumstances unfortunately I can't speak as for when you'll return but it seems that you've all brought uh, fairly packed bags with you and you've heeded my advice hopefully everything will go well I'll explain more on the carriage but please first and Enjoy this breakfast. And uh, at that, the waiter returns with your sort of drinks, laying them out before you. And not horribly long after that, the various breakfasts and meals start to come. Oh
5: yes, this this lavender lychee tea was my mother's favorite.
0: It's almost awkward. Sitting here with Martella now with no idea where it is you're going, and her at the moment, fairly unwilling to speak of it. And you do your best to kind of make small talk and fit yourselves in, but you can't help but feel at least some small amount of unease. What are we doing? Where are we going? I'm sorry,
3: it it, it needs to be said at this point. I I, I have to bring it up.
0: And Martella turns to you.
3: And then she looks at Dara. Lavender tea, really? She turns back to Dara.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, then.
5: Are you? Uh, do you have some problem with what I ordered?
3: I mean, look at you. I imagine you in trenches with with bodies all around you, while you're scraping food in just to just to create sustenance, so you can go back to being the killing machine that you are.
0: There's you some know, peace to be had in keeping our private lives and our work lives separate. Mm-hmm. No reason to sully your relaxation with your career.
3: Well, I guess we don't all live in our business.
5: Well, as both both my parents were merchants, you know, I have quite a varied taste for food.
2: We have so much in common, and uh, she's going to, here, try this. And she takes about like two or three of her things and cuts them in half and just shoves them on Dara's plate. You'll like this, I promise.
0: A big pile of assorted sweets from the growing heap of pastries (laughs) and cakes being brought out in front of Kahina.
5: Much appreciated, my lady. It is very welcomed to have someone with such good taste.
2: See, I like him a lot.
3: I can see that.
0: Not that I don't like you. As you wrap up your, uh, your assorted little meals and drinks here and gather your quite numerous amount of things to leave, an on odd side the Porthmas Club, five very overloaded packs ready for a journey, you head outside, and a carriage is already waiting. Uh, what is actually a very fancy, elaborate coach uh, drawn by a pair of... Bryn describe good horses. <laughs>
5: What do you think? <laughs> um, these or refer to the expert These would be Dappled gray Arabians uh, Four of them Very slender uh, And very high tempered But very well managed by the conductor
0: This is why we keep you around Your job is A. Play Dara B. Horse describing <laughs> Those are you two jobs so <laughs> far
4: These horses capable of sporting Around 350 pounds worth of stuff
0: uh-huh. Uh huh. And well, I mean, the ca- well, how about you think a carriage weighs <laughs> now? you are pulling I mean, a carriage. Horses.
4: I'm worried about horses that we might be riding. Well, these are, are horses that really
0: are pulling strong. a carriage. Okay, so, but if it's a
4: carriage, then it doesn't matter.
0: This is yeah, this is a different situation. Don't uh, worry, they will have all... no
3: problem pulling your dead
4: body if things happen. <laughs> but that's just what I like, part of what I'm carrying.
0: You you all uh, follow Martella. ...into this carriage, the inside similarly lavishly adorned with felt seats... And ...more comfortable than any furniture that any of you other than possibly now and maybe Kehino back in the had owned in your own private estates. This is not by any means a cheap ride, and Martella and Utropia have clearly gone to great lengths to source something so valuable. Uh, as you pile in, giving yourself shots... As you do, uh, these little quips back and forth. Martella says nothing. As you exit the house and pile into the carriage.
3: Yeah, that's gonna have to come up. We're just piling into this thing without getting any information at all. I don't know. Like, are you? No, nah, I mean when we get. I to the assumed car- at
0: this point you would follow Martella, but.
3: Yeah, I mean Nori. You know she kind of wants to know what the what the mission is here. What are we doing? And we'll find out along the ride, I assume.
4: Yeah. I'll already be in there by the yeah, time Martella's the just questions. in, so
0: yeah. she wouldn't even hear you. But it's like sticking it well, in
2: the follows yeah, Martella, yeah, No question. She just gets it.
3: Okay. Well, as soon as we all would get in then and close the doors and stuff, then Anori would ask her, so what's the job?
0: Martella would just uh, hold up a hand for you to wait as the wagon gets on your way. Thanks. Okay. Pulls the carriage out of rodent's view, and down around towards the Lion's Gate. And you can hear the the great roar of this mighty symbol of Aparan and might as you ride through and out of the city. And the vistas around look all as they once had. As you ride the carriage across Apara and then out into the surrounding countrysides, it's as if nothing had changed. As if the Exaltation Day events and... Stavians massacred. It simply never happened. They're almost like distant thoughts in the past. Martella still. There's nothing.
3: As the uh, the carriage goes further and further, you know, Nori's getting more and more like antsy as she's sitting there waiting for something
2: seeing that Inori's getting antsy, uh, Kahina would just start to, like, sing and hum and just, basically, soothing melodies.
0: it would start humming. But it's still... Mm. Kind of a, almost an awkward silence with nothing but the sounds of the horses and the carriage behind you.
4: Suppose it should be worth asking what we're going to or doing
0: and as the as Nell finally asked this as it gets a little uncomfortable The city starts to kind of fall behind you in the view over the horizon Martella smiles and reaches down into a small bag of her own and She pulls out a scroll case and hands it towards Nori. I do Uh, appreciate you uh, agreeing to this trip on such short notice and with such little information. Please! Have an estate.
3: I'm sorry, what?
0: An estate. Out in Marat County. It's now yours. Well, to be precise, it's darts.
3: Mm? Then why are you handing it to me?
0: Mm, You looked uncomfortable.
3: So, when someone looks
0: uncomfortable... This one's doing weird stuff to me. He's booting me out of the channel. I don't know why that's happening. Anyway, continue.
4: Well, it at least made me laugh that you got handed the estate. So.
2: And you get an estate. And you get an estate. But I don't
3: get an estate. It's
2: Dora's. Look under and, uh, your chair. I'm sure at,
3: he'll
1: invite you.
0: At your confusion here. Martell again smiles. Now, I wish I could say this little gift didn't come with strings attached, but, of course, these are tangled times. Now, as you may have heard, the Guard, the Emperor's personal bodyguards, have locked down the Imperial Palace. And they won't allow access to anyone until Taldor has an official Grand Prince once again. Keeps unreasonable sorts from looting the place, I suppose, but it's also sealed away Utropia's personal wealth now the stavian family has another estate though the palace of birdsong has been entrusted to stewards for over 200 years and these stewards now refuse to leave and i'm told are courting Maxillar pytharius's favor <sighs> it doesn't help matters that they are my family Or that my half-brother Bartleby has been squandering the estate's fortunes. While we do technically have the authority to demand the estate's return, we lack the power. If we could weaken Bartleby's power base and lose some of his subordinates to support us, we could reclaim the Palace of Birdsong. And that's where you and your lovely new home comes in. This... ...is the Bettany estate, and the late Lady Alice Bettany died nearly a decade ago, leaving no heirs. We purchased her estate at auction last week, and I've taken the liberty of drawing up a few documents, listing you as the Bet- Bettney family scions. You'll be arriving just in time to make your debut with the annual Tanager Jubilee. The carriage and horses here are also yours to keep, as you can't very well see, be seen walking to the Jubilee. I'll be riding on to Casimir once we're near the county border. Make friends, learn the lay of the land, and afterward, do what you can to win the nobles and the citizens' loyalty. Undermine Bartleby. Wherever you can, try to improve people's lives and engender loyalty. For any overt or direct actions you take, you'll likely want to hide your identity to keep Bartleby from cracking down on you and realizing exactly the play we're making. I feel I have to stress the importance of this task. The princess has sold her townhouse to fund this plan. At this point, our resources are precariously thin. If we're to stand any chance in this bid for the throne, we need a suitable base of operations and a steady income.
6: Hmm.
0: Now... It'll take us five days to reach Marat County, so you've plenty of time to think of anything you want to ask me, and I'll answer any questions you have to the best of my ability.
2: My lady, tell us about your brother. Or half-brother.
0: Of course. Well, I suppose you should have to know. Bartleby is stubborn. We blow are a very old-blood noble family with genealogy tracing back to the Aslante settlers that first founded Taldor, and my siblings will rarely let you forget it. Stubborn as he is, I must admit, Bartleby is charming, graceful, intelligent, but still very arrogant and casually cruel. He cares extremely little for anyone but himself or anyone he sees as useful. He excelled in his arcane studies as a child and I have no doubt he's only improved since then. I should mention the Lothied family with this Aslanti lineage has a very powerful magical bloodline. If you think you'll be able to woo or deceive them with spells and magic you will find yourself very mistaken.
4: You mentioned something about a source of income.
0: And she nods to you. Of course. There's not much we can do without a place from which to launch our operations. And running a county as a baron does in fact have its perks. Taxes, income from settlements. That'll give us the money we need to continue our operations into the coming weeks and months. Currently, we only have what coin we can scavenge together, and what little we can get from what contacts we have, but we need a steady source.
4: Well, I suppose I can possibly help with that as well. I had some plans to set up a brewery of sorts, Uh, not for- I know what you're thinking. It's not
1: for me. It's <laughs> not entirely for you. Not she entirely kinda,
0: for me. She just kind of raises an eyebrow.
4: I wanted to set up. After, I believe it was Balor who went with me the other day, but we went to the uh, the rather nice establishment on the on the north side of the city where they had the the fancy drinks. it inspired me to to an extent to want to make something like that more for the masses, something that everyone can enjoy.
0: Well, that's very much understandable. Uh, Marat County, though I've not seen it in over a decade, is very much a pastoral wasteland, uh, orchards, vineyards, some hills and some simple woods to hunt game. It's, it's very much farmland and the largest town you'll find there is just that. They don't have, well, any fine, hardly any fine establishments as far as I understand, besides the various galas and gatherings the nobles themselves throw for each other, and little access to places to relax outside of just a simple hunt, or a stop by a a baseline tavern for ale that exists to make you drunk. This actually sounds like a fantastic way for you to impress yourselves among, uh, among the common folk there. And as I said, you'll need their support if we're going to undermine my half-brother.
2: And, uh, she, uh, she would perk right up, and she would turn, and she goes, an establishment such as that would need some good entertainment.
0: And Martella nods again, of course. And you would be more than well served to provide that, I'm sure, Kahina.
2: And I could, no. scope, I could also scope for local talent to add and start a troop.
6: That's good so ideas. that would endear
2: us even more to the locals, is if we gave some of them some jobs.
0: Now, as I've said, this carriage ride will take us some time, and I do believe that... Surely you'll have further questions that may occur to you, and I'll be here to answer them at least until we reach the border of Marat. But for now, we'll be riding for some time, and this seems like an excellent opportunity for everyone to pause and perhaps take a pee break. Think of further Yay. things they may want to ask me.
3: <laughs> I like that. And
0: reconvene here in a couple of minutes. Yay. So. Talk. Yeah, we got everybody, so let's get, a uh, let's get back into the wagon here. Okay. Hey, wagon. A wagon. And, uh, get back into figuring this all out and get it back into character. So, you guys would have been briefly discussing plans for your cover stories, uh, things that you wanted to present yourselves as just for a reason to be there. And as you begin this discussion... I thought he would interject. You don't necessarily need to go so far as forging relationships and assuming false names or anything. Uh, these papers here give you a very distant relation to dear departed cousin Alice, having you, Dara, as the second cousin once removed of the late you Here. Not going to be expected to know many details of the family. So, not much will be expected of you. You're basically fresh faces being brought in with power.
5: Um, ma'am, I, I do have one question.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Does your half-brother have any sort of protection? Or anything well, he might send against us?
0: Well, unfortunately, he is the count, so he has command of the entire county's resources, guard garrisons, military, militias. His uh, it's entire government reports and answers to him. So it, even if it were a viable alternative, and even if you could, simply walking into the palace and reclaiming the place would surely be a lost cause. Does
5: Does he have enough uh, aggression against you to if, if we were connected to you would he uh, send people after us just for that?
0: She kind of grimaces a bit. I it would be difficult to say. Uh, The one thing that I would implore you to try to avoid is revealing any sort of connections to myself or the Princess Eutropia. If your motives are known too early, if Bartleby knows what it is you're really here for, your jobs will become much more difficult if not outright impossible. Again, he is the Count. He can have you arrested, he can have you exiled. He has the forces of multiple barons and baronies underneath him. one of which I believe you've already met. You remember Baron O'Kara?
4: I do, slightly, yes.
0: He lives in Marat, near the edge of the county. Uh, He's generally a fair-minded and compassionate man. Though dedicated to the letter of law, he could serve as a powerful ally in this countryside. I do hope you made a good impression on him.
4: A question along these lines. If he was to slip up, so to speak, and decide to try to attack us openly and directly, do you think the area would be subjective enough that we could turn that against him?
0: She just kind of shakes her head, squabbles between the... uh... Nobles and various rivalries for land and power are far from unheard of. And besides, the vast majority of the population out in Marad is farmers, field hands, uh, unskilled artisans. They'll care no more for this squabble between nobles as any other. And unless you've their support behind you, I imagine that the barons and baronesses underneath them. Probably side with their ruler rather than these new arrivals. This is exactly your job. At some point, it is going to come to this. We have to take the palace of Birdsong back from him. He has all the authority to arrest you or exile you from the county. And when this conflict does eventually happen, be it weeks from now, be it months from now, You need the people of the county to be on your side.
3: I'm sorry, but... I know he's your stepbrother and all, but wouldn't it be easier just to arrange an accident or something?
0: Even if you did so, and make no mistake, I would like to believe that you'll be able to talk sense into him, though I very much doubt you can, or at least capture him alive... But if it becomes a question of his life or yours, do not hesitate to protect yourselves. Regardless, it would simply pass down from him to my nephew, Titus. And Mm, this situation would be even more severe. Trust me, you would much, much, much rather be dealing with Bottleby than Titus.
2: Then we shall go we shall, uh, make friends, lots and lots of friends, feed them good drinks, feed them good entertainment and sway the love of the people towards us. And then maybe who knows, other nobles uh, and uh maybe even those we can talk into you know to to being more, uh, friendly towards us than to Bartleby so that, as Martella says when this, uh when this comes about, uh, we will... Uh, rather than nobles... Rather than making a spectacle, he might perhaps be more inclined to keep some of his wealth and go rather than it come to fists and death. There are diplomatic ways.
3: Yeah, it usually comes to fists and death, though. If in my it does,
2: <laughs> If but... it does, which I understand, if it does, then we'll be ready, but we should try the more subtle way first, and then to be able, because then we come back with even more followers, and less followers for Pytharii.
0: We need said, to make a I've, good impression. I've not personally been to Maraton over a decade, but Bartleby respects only two things, money and power. He has no real friends. And, once you've undermined both of those, no reason anyone would side with him. I don't have to have been there to know that it will be far from impossible to rally the local noble support behind you. Uh, You've met Baron O'Kera, you know what he stands for. You know how he believes in the best of Taldor. Surely, given time, him and others could similarly be brought under your cause. Now, beyond that, my news is spotty, but... I understand there is a shadowy figure calling themselves the Night Swan that's been stirring up trouble around Lothidar. Robbery and vandalism, but also some violence against Lothidar's soldiers. They could be a valuable ally if they have some feud with my brother.
3: Yeah, definitely worth investigating. For sure, I could uh, get down and dirty and see what they can who they side with maybe we can sway them
0: any allies that you can call any support whatsoever will surely be useful now again and I cannot stress this enough this is a mission of subtlety and this will take time you're not going to enamor yourself to the people overnight this is going to take rubbing elbows with the nobles this is going to take trips to distant estates across the county staying in the good graces of those around you and still taking whatever opportunities you can to make a good impression and try to do services and support for the people of the county. Uh, This brewery is a fantastic idea. It seems a good way to reach out. But look for ways that you can help. Look for ways you can build names for yourselves. Troubles, uh, bandits plaguing the roads, reports of monsters, anything that, you know... From having seen you in action, I'm sure you're more equipped to deal with than random farmers. Anything, any way you can reach out to help them is going to be be of great assistance. Now, this Jubilee. Unfortunately, it's also important that you enamor yourself to my brother. Because regardless of what anyone thinks, if Bartleby has you kicked from the county, Bartleby has you kicked from the county and there's... Not much we can do about this, and uh, task here becomes infinitely more difficult. So regardless of how he is, you're going to need to take the opportunity to get into his good graces. This jubilee is an annual sort of Founder's Day celebration. It's local tradition, claiming that when Count Marcoli and Stavian broke ground for the palace... Some eight centuries ago, a scarlet tanager landed on his shovel and sang his praises. It's ridiculous. But it's a day off for the lower classes, and the aristocracy celebrates with two days of feasting, games, dancing, tournaments, and a hunt. Making a good showing at this jubilee is an excellent way to win influence.
6: Hmm. Have
0: any of you ever jousted before?
1: I would look at (laughs) Nell seeing or Dara. most likely.
0: thought <laughs> everyone just kind of awkwardly looks around at each other like, are you Justin? Are you Justin? She kind of sighs. I had feared as much. I had hoped that might be an easy way for you to enamor yourselves, but I mean, there's usually a tournament held during the first day of the festivities, and you don't... Uh, it's not like you have to become champions of the whole thing. I mean, Far from going to unseat Baron O'Kara, he takes pride in the thing. He jousts on the national circuit, and it seems somewhat unsporting that he takes the day to play against those that have only experienced the tilt as more of a hobby. But as long as you could put on some amount of a good showing there, that would at least earn you some respect from those that value power. I'm sure you'll find many opportunities, and make them where you can. Try to get yourselves, again... Enamored with the local nobles. These first few days, this Tanager Jubilee is all going to be about the aristocracy.
3: Well, this is sure starting to sound like the gala all over again.
0: Hopefully not. No. Yeah, right. I cannot imagine these events will end the same way. However, if you should suffer some amount of minor misfortune, perhaps a social faux pas... ...as you try to interpose yourselves into this new setting. And she reaches down into the pouch again... ...and pulls out a small wooden case... ...and opens it. I have a gift. Inside... What is that? <laughs> ...are a few vials. Uh, three of them of a deep red... Uh, ...what appears to be a fairly thick liquid... And a syringe. I've been doing some experiments. I'm a bit of an alchemist myself and... around trying to pull connections over this last week. I've been experimenting with a poison that we've called Styx Oil. Now, quite simply, if you absolutely must undo some misstep with one one of the nobles, you have a few minutes... Maybe three to five to inject them with a dose of this. And they'll forget everything that's happened over the last few minutes and wake up as if from a faint spell.
3: Huh, that's fancy.
0: Now, the warning, of course, attached to this is that it is a poison borne by blood. It will be horribly ineffective if you simply try to beat it into them. You'll need to use the syringe.
3: stealth approach
0: well she see kind of shrugs they will be forgetting the last five to ten minutes
2: <laughs> so you could just refeed them
0: use it as you see fit i leave this with you just hopefully to help you understand how important it is you make a good impression Now, it's a very common saying, there are no second chances, but with this here, at least you'll have three.
3: Does that mean there's three uses?
0: There are three doses, yeah. There are three red vials in there with this wrench. Unfortunately, this is incredibly difficult to brew and expensive and time-consuming to produce. And I've only been able to produce these three vials for you for now. It's not much, but it'll give you something to fall back on should you desperately need it as she hands you that next to the uh, scroll case containing the titles and deeds naming you heirs to the Bethany estate she pulls out yet another large sheaf of uh paperwork we're gonna say now your new title here also makes you tribunes of the neighboring town of Stachys. Basically, investing in you the power and responsibility to act as the community's mayor and judge. Now, the Bettany family history is is quite simple, but long. And again, it's not something you'll really need to remember. But what's most important is that as stewards to the Lothedes and overseers of the town of Stachys... You do have certain rights in Marat County, most notably the right to request audiences with Bartleby himself. But your rule here in this county only extends solely to your lands. Stockies and the surrounding area. If you take any kind of action outside your own domain, It's dangerous, and foolish, unless done covertly and carefully. I feel like I cannot restate this enough. Subterfuge is of the utmost importance. Old alliances can prove stronger than deeds, and no matter what you do, unless you're sure you have the support of the local nobles, many of them may turn back to Bartleby. even those you don't expect, even those you feel that you've courted their favor. Now, is there anything else that you wish to know?
4: How difficult is jousting?
0: I unfortunately oh. don't oh. have any personal experience. But I believe you try to ride on a horse and point your stick at the other guy.
1: If any among us would be the one to do it, it would be now.
0: Well, it Seems there's only two real skills involved. Your ability to guide the horse and your ability to use the lance. Can you ride?
4: Not at all. Well, I, that's going to I make the using the
0: lance fun. part difficult.
4: The horse can only go straight, right?
5: Uh, <laughs> uh I do have some proficiency in the riding.
0: Can you use the
4: lance?
5: I could learn.
0: That's the kind of attitude we need. Unfortunately, we have five days carriage right out to Murat, and nowhere really to practice with a lance, nor do we have one handy. This joust is going to be during the Jubilee, so you'll have to learn very quickly.
5: Well, as a new owner in this area, it might be better, even if I don't do well, to integrate myself even with a good sportsmanship award.
0: Certainly, I think they would see the value of participating and trying to make a name for yourself and at least trying to give it a good show. It's far from a formal tournament, of course. It's just one held for the various nobles around to show their stuff and posture a bit more than they usually do, and actually getting to smack each other around a little bit doesn't hurt either. But as long as you don't make an absolute buffoon of yourself, taking part... Couldn't do any harm.
3: Right. That. You're going to win this thing, Dara. We got to practice. We'll get you. You're going to win.
5: I like your enthusiasm.
3: Oh, uh, you know, I believe.
0: Now we've quite the ride ahead of us. Please, If there's anything else you wish to know, now is the time. I know it seems like a lot, sending you into an unknown area to deal with my own family, which certainly at least somewhat seems like something to be better handled myself, but not only have I more or less been spurned, I'm fairly unwelcome among my family. Maylor, uh, I believe you are in a similar situation. Uh, you'll notice that my complexion is unique among the Lotheeds, as I'm the result of my father's indiscretion with the Kadiran woman. And well, I have no affinity for magic. I'm one of the only of the name with no real aptitude for it. They don't really look kindly upon me. Besides This is a plan on multiple fronts, and I'm needed elsewhere. And having seen the five of you in action in your various ways, I am sure you're more than suited to this task.
2: So you have, uh, told us about your brother. What about other members of your family that might be a point of interest, um, who maybe aren't as, uh, difficult? As
0: he is. If you're looking for less difficult, unfortunately, I don't believe I have much for you. As far as I know, there are only two Lowtheeds still living in the county of Murad. Of course, my brother Bartleby, and as I mentioned earlier, Titus, living off of his dime. Now, Lord Titus. Well. Let's just say I don't expect you to really have any success with him. I would not waste your time. He re- he wields no real power and no real influence, and he's just really a boorish sort of person. If you can make ground with him, by all means. You've outdone my expectations, but I don't believe there's any members of my family you'll be able to easily avail yourselves with.
4: I do have to say that I'm not going to have any fun at all dealing with the nobles. Uh, you're much better off leaving me to deal with literally anything else. I'll joust. Jousting's fun.
6: Yeah,
3: but, but you got to acknowledge the fact that you are kind of a noble, so you're the best suited for this.
4: Being one does not make you like
3: them. Agreed, it makes you like them still, all the less. You're still one, though. You're more suited
5: at it than me. He is also a very amiable guy. And I think that would serve him well in trying to get the lower class on board, as there are many more of them. And they can pull just as much weight.
0: I asked all of you back together for this mission, because you all bring your various skills to the task. Dara... You'll be somewhat recognizable even out in marats There are several military types out there. Unfortunately, not with any major power. But my brother does have respect for Taldor's nation, and as I said, Bartleby is trying to get in with Pytharius. So sending you along, I hope, will make him at least slightly more enamored to your enamored to your group cause. Nell, you have noble blood, regardless of how much you like interacting with aristocracy. You know the most about it. And make no mistake, this Jubilee and these aristocrats you're heading into, especially my brother, are the prime of the group. They make their judgments based on wealth, based on poise and stature, based on your mannerisms and how you hold yourselves in polite society. That, regardless of your deeds, is critically important. And while I know... It's far from how you like to live your life. You at least understand the game, as does Kahina. Mm Baelor, you are a wizard. You have magical aptitude, and you know much of the arcane arts. Bartleby will respect that, and by his extension, so will many of the other major nobles around Murat County. As I said, the Lothians are a very magical lineage, and although you may find it hard to use your own magics effectively in any sort of subtle way, without being called out understanding the game going on beside the ge- or behind the game can be very helpful and the nori you are already skilled in making the other side of contacts we need to connect to the common people to the farmhands to the peasantry to those that might be considered the underground or the the lesses we need them behind us as, as much if not more than the aristocracy They're the numbers. They're the the citizens. They're the populace. They're the ones who are going to be called to be the guards or the militia or the sheriffs when it eventually comes to butting heads with Bottleby. Each of you has your role to play here.
4: I suppose they're going to love me when I offer them a thousand gold for some land and structures built.
0: And even more so when they find out that thousand gold is to, well, get them drunk. Yeah. To my understanding, there's really not much else to do around Murat. That's
4: why uh, it's so popular in so many places, I suppose.
0: And she reaches back into her bag one more time. And speaking of, as we have a few days journey ahead of us, this stack of paperwork here is the various ins and outs of the Betney lineage and the estate. You don't need to know all or any of it, really, but feel free to learn as much as you will find useful. I have several... Novels for the journey, as well as a few packs of cards to keep us entertained, as it's going to be some time before we arrive at our destination. And with that, the day passes. Having learned what you could about what you're heading into, about the County of Marat, about the Jubilee, about the rest of the Lothied family, what there is, well... It's still not a whole lot of information, is it? <laughs> it's kind of gonna be some playing it by ear as you head over and just kind of see what you can get done as you try to make an impression and enamor yourselves. That day passes, the next, and the next, and the next, and Dara brought one day of food, and the next. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the thing, I brought
4: 15
2: i brought two and uh
0: most of you a long trip into the countryside we're not expecting to head all the way out into absolute nowheresville that is the county of marat itself now this is a decently sized county really it's pretty large and as you head in martella shows you a little bit on maps but not a whole lot of uh, overwhelming information the main things are this. The Palace of Birdsong is located up in the northern, set, northern, uh, northern end by Lake Stavian, near the tip of the Apara Highway. To the south of that, now at the other end of the road, you have the Batani Estate, which is going to be yours, but of course you're not heading there for right now. Right now you're heading directly up to the Palace of Birdsong and up to the Tanger Jubilee to make your debut. So, as you continue on your ride, and as you enter the fifth day, right around the edge of Marat County, I one of the last major intersections, before you head into the county proper, the carriage starts to rumble to a stop. I mean, you knew Martello was not following you all the way down there, and this is the part where you must part ways. And as she opens the door There are already a pair of well, not really sure what they are. Other agents. Mercenaries. I don't know why he keeps oh,
6: okay.
2: it hey there you are. We we heard and on the fifth day you get to
1: and nothing. <laughs> yeah, it
0: keeps booting me out of uh, I need to find a solution to this. He keeps booting me out of Discord and I'm not really sure how to stop it.
1: The timing was perfect. The, server, the but...
2: timing was great. We're
0: like, eh? <laughs> yeah. On the fifth day, the carriage stops near the end of the Beggarwood, uh, rumbles to a halt as Martella makes her leave. She has two men already waiting for her at the last major intersection, uh, the road heading off to the west out to Casimir. And these two men are fairly nondescript, dressed in just not even <coughs> finery, just a, what would appear to be just a normal day's outfit. And they seem plain enough. But each of them have weapons strapped at their hip. And they seem to be of very good make for someone without that much money. Uh, You can see the bits of their chain shirt poking out from underneath. They're clearly armed. As Martella steps out to meet them. And bids you farewell. She turns back uh, one last time to the carriage before closing the door. I know this is a difficult task. And... Not one that any of you are used to. But I am positive that you can accomplish this. It will take time. And it will certainly be a challenge. But with caution, you'll see this through. Now, make a good impression at the Tanager Jubilee. Do your best to get in with Bartleby as you can. And I will contact you in the coming weeks. Good luck. And she closes the carriage door, and with that, you're on your own. The carriage continues as the driver takes you the rest of the way up the road through Lothadar and onwards to the actual Palace of Birdsong. Now, the Palace of Birdsong is, well, it it is a palace. That is not an inaccurate title. It is an enormous mansion, and as you approach, it's incredibly obvious how it got its name. This massive estate is still at its uh, full glory, uh, full operation. And even as you approach up the road from nearly a mile away, you can already see dozens of people and several other carriages uh, pulling out in the driveway, going about as they will. It is surrounded by miles of lush gardens and wandering walkways heading off in every direction around the area, leaving it isolated and alone up on the road outside of Lothidar. Surprisingly, the name is much more literal than you may have expected. As you can see out the carriage window, dozens, if not hundreds, of wandering birds. Just going all around the property. And I'm not talking about your average, like, pigeons or ravens or whatever. We're talking, like, flocks of doves and colorful peacocks striding around in herds all around the grounds of the palace. Seemingly just aimlessly. But there are a lot of them. So, there is someone somewhere is taking care of them. And a fairly large group of peacocks breaks off and just kind of follows in your... Uh, Carry just wake for a while as it trundles up the road towards the driveway before mm-hmm. eventually they get bored and just break off to go back to doing whatever it is peacocks do when they're not following people around
2: and just what doing do.
0: horrible bird things.
1: I feel like Kahina's all about this.
2: Oh, she is all about this. Yeah, this is pretty. This is pretty showing.
0: You got a palace yeah. that is covered in incredibly oh. colorful birds that are just Jeez. absolutely everywhere.
2: She's she's been eating on those sweets for days that she got. So she is hyper and she is ready to go. <laughs> so as as we're coming up to the the to the palace, which like what time of day as what outfit is this like is this the costume or for the ball or is this just Uh, no, this is just finery. Is this... this is
0: finery okay. for now.
2: And... Cuz I already found my costume
0: dress yeah, it, it's a picture simple finery for now as you approach she would have informed you that there is a masquerade but initially you are just kind of showing up to what is functionally a fairly standard noble gala uh, and you're arriving early-ish in the morning uh, the morning of the fifth day it was not long after sunrise that Martella took her leave near the edge of Marat Can- County and it's really not a whole lot longer after that that you make it up to the palace of birdsong itself and uh, as you arrive and pull up into the driveway you can see that well it's definitely a jubilee there is an astonishing array of guests uh outside of the palace and an army of servants sporting various bird masks flitting about the place uh fussing over everything numerous entertainers still walkers fire breathers ferret jugglers which i'm assuming is literal uh are (laughs) all around the area keeping guests entertained as you approach and as you open the door uh from the carriage it's fairly loud it is quite the crowd of people around outside uh a lot of the servants are bringing various wines around on fancy platters and just different refreshments, but the just murmur of dozens of voices mingling together hits immediately. And here we are. Welcome, my friends, to the Palace of Birds song.
6: Ooh.
0: I don't know why it's not pulling my, uh, my camera. but I'll go ahead and just do it down there manually. As you pull up in the driveway, I... I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that similar to the gala we had previously, there is not uh, just this many people. But obviously, if I put a token for every single person that existed on this map, the entire map would just be tokens. Uh, Similar to how we played the gala before, the tokens that are on the map are tokens that are relevant. They are people of interest. Or additionally soldiers as dara's question is answered immediately as you approach and in the light of the day can see a half dozen soldiers uh standing in a two-line formation outside the main entrance to the manor and another half dozen clearly standing right inside the entrance of the palace each of these soldiers in their full uh armor and regalia with weapons at their side and shields across shields and crossbows on their back uh clearly To answer your question, yes, he's got some
6: guards.
0: (laughs) But as you pull up this... Uh, Oh, what's up?
4: Quick question. Um, Would we have somewhere to have left our stuff, like in the carriage or something?
0: Uh, You would have all of it, but it would still be in the carriage, I imagine, to go to wherever it is that you were staying. Which you don't actually know right now where it is you're staying.
4: So you would pull up. To this. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't like carrying my stuff at the moment. No,
0: you would pull out this. You'd step out of the carriage wearing what you're wearing <laughs> with your weapons on you, because uh, again, that's that's just normal, and these kind of noble affairs to uh, to have weapons, I have swords that you have a crossbow on your back. That's all perfectly normal stuff. In fact, nearly everyone here does. But you wouldn't be bre- bringing your entire bag. Personal. But as you step just out. Sure.
2: I want to make sure that I keep one of the bottles of wine that I brought.
0: Okay. And uh, as you step out, there is a man and a woman before you that step forward immediately to greet you, uh, as you would have on the approach seen them do to the carriage before you. And this man, impeccably dressed, with dark hair, uh, slicked back, steps forward with a smile as uh, servants immediately start moving to unload the baggage you would have left on the carriage. Well met, newcomers. I'm Count Bartleby Lothi, steward of the County of Marat, landgrave of the Haydn Marches, and Tribune of Lothidar. I understand you are the new heirs to the Bethany lands. It's quite the honor to be our new neighbors, we And he extends his hand out.
5: Uh, Darwak forward. the honor is mine. It is a real pleasure to be here.
0: And he, uh, as he sees you just kind of wearing your armor, he holds a steady face, but you can see, like, his eyebrow kind of twitch, uh, twitch a little bit. And he, uh, shakes your hand kind of slowly. He says, yes, uh, of course, you're a soldier, I take it.
5: Yes, I am. I pride myself on my military background, and... It, mm-hmm. will, it, it, it has served for me very well.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh... And you, just a relative of the Bethany's, so I I need not try doing introductions, please. And uh, to the next person, whoever wants to step up.
2: And then Kahina would uh, very much curtsy and hold her hand up. And um, I'm Kahina Rustam. It's my dear Dara. And he would... Uh, I'm so yes. happy to be in the spring air. You have a lovely home. I love... The peacocks. Oh, we brought you a gift. We brought you a gift, and she'll uh, she'll present the the wine.
0: Hey, would we'll take your hand and uh, bow a bit, and take the bottle of wine and nod a bit. Say, so, oh, uh, we thank you very much. We'll be certain to serve this during the evening's festivities. Uh, you honor us. It's uh, interesting the spread you have here, because I assume that your sleeves of many garments at this point have you in a noble's outfit. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting spread. A soldier, someone clearly with attention to the, the, the finer things in gown and upbringing. Uh, did you all yes. hail from the same place? Or did you come together to oversee the Bethany estate? I am curious.
5: Well, as this is my wife, I allow my wife the finer things. And she does them justice by her beauty. Aww.
0: And he... Uh, he, Bartleby kind of smiles and nods a bit And the woman behind him Steps up She's like, Oh yes of course The, the perfect prize husband <laughs> Please uh, I'm, I'm Dame Crab I'm a Pleasure to make your acquaintance And she just kind of like shuffles up a bit Past uh, Bartleby and shakes Dara's hand And shakes Kahina's hand real quick mm-hmm. And then Bartleby turns to Nell
4: Well Consider me a Friend of sorts I'm more here for investment purposes than social purposes but it is very nice to meet you
0: and investments and money you will find flow here as freely as the wine my new friend Uh, the county of marat is flourishing of course due to very much to the hard work of its citizens putting in the extra hours and the late nights to improve their own personal towns and communities to the best of their ability they do certainly do their very best uh, Surely on your ride here, you must have seen Lothadar.
4: Yes, uh, I do believe we did, didn't we? And uh, obviously look back and ask the others.
0: Yeah, it would be the uh, the small town you rode through right before he got Ooh. here. And of course, with the, my overseeing and investments and the work of the people, with no small amount of help from my Seneschal and uh, also the Archbanker in the Chapel of Abadar down there, We've turned it into quite a thriving young trade community. Uh, and you, uh, madam, he steps forward to Honori.
3: Oh, and she just doesn't like curtsy or anything. She walks up and shakes his hand. Oh, my name is Inori. I'm I'm an investor. Is well.
0: you're cutting a little bit in Discord. I don't know if that's just me. Is he skipping a little bit? I heard days? it as cutting well. in and out too. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just me. He's skipping that skip a little bit. But uh, you step up, and you shake his hand, and uh, he nods, of course, and smiles again, like, oh, understandable, with this new... Uh, the Tribunes of stockies I believe, uh, and <laughs> opportunities abound, of course, now that you'll be... Uh, I believe it was, I was told, an Assyrian, so you, sir, uh, Sir Austin? Um
5: Yes. Well, I have brought these investors here, uh... First, to probably open a brewery of some sort, just to get the lay of the land, and then maybe will go on to bigger and better things. I have over here. Nell is very knowledgeable in this type of stuff. So is this gentleman over here, Baylor. He is very knowledgeable.
0: And now, with that, Baylor steps forward, and Kaelo has to shake his hand in turn
1: shake his hand, like, always a pleasure to meet, well, it is a pleasure to meet Elothid. I've heard a lot about your family.
0: And he nods, as I take it by you it's that you are a fellow part- uh, practitioner of the arcane. Uh, I can nearly smell the magic on you.
1: <laughs> yes. Huh? I've been studying most of my life, which at this point is quite a while
0: (laughs) so pleasure to meet all of you of course very much so and I, I, I am sure that under my guidance you will do great things for the late poor lady Bettany's estate and the tributary of Stockis I believe it's not in the greatest state that it ever has been seeing as they've had been very little to rule them in the recent time, but I know that the Honorary Tribune, uh, Lady Pyscombe, has been doing her best to keep things in order there. She's here about somewhere, and i sure you'll make introduction to Terry you'll be taking over for. Uh, now... Do, you, do you seem a, a very interesting and committed sort? Uh, so, just very briefly, Sir Rostam. Where do, you, where do you come from? I know you're only a distant cousin of the Lady Bethany, but are you from Marat County? I haven't seen you around. I assume you're from further out in Taldur, perhaps even further afield. I mean, you're a Syrian, yes. so there's something going on there, I'm sure.
5: I have lived almost all of my life in the capital, and I was a military recruiter there. Um... Knowing many, or meeting many influential people, and recruiting talents that have come up through the ranks and really done me proud.
6: Hmm.
0: That's very interesting, I must say. Uh, So, you were not of traditional noble upbringing.
5: I did most of the. I would not say traditional uh, noble upbringing. But sometimes, making your way into the noble circle makes the, the your perception more valuable, valuable to the noble, noble circles. As a good
6: friend
0: and trusted ally. Hmm. Yes, of course. The outside, uh, the outside perspective is always wanted. Well, uh, I will have, uh, leave you to the loving hands of Dame Crab here. You'll be staying in the outlying guest cottages, a few miles down the road. Uh, and I assume you, I see you have your own carriage to ferry you back and forth the days of the celebration. Uh, I have other things to attend to, and I. Bid you the best please enjoy the jubilee if there's anything you need not hesitate to ask and uh without even waiting to for a response or anything immediately uh just turns and heads off to go
4: converse you said you're not a noble so he's somewhere elsewhere
6: yeah he's i didn't
2: even get that i didn't want to cut in <laughs> she was gonna
0: damn crab however is more than excited to take over this as she steps forward a very much enthused to meet some new friends here with what is immediately obvious as pretty much the opposite attitude of what Count Lothied, uh, what Count Lothied is. And she steps forward and is uh, just looking over the whole group and is very, very excited. Oh, it's uh, so exciting. So so, where do you all hail here from? I uh, imagine that all of you come from uh, and I believe it's called. Uh, e from... Where do where you come from before this? Where have you been living?
2: Oh, we've been in Opara... And I'm out right outside Opara. Oh, the I capital! Had... Yes, the... Opara! So... I haven't
0: managed to get down there very frequently, but this oh. social scene there, it's, it's fantastic. Tell me, you have to, uh, I'm sure, and this may be in mildly poor taste, but the <laughs> Exaltation Day events, how
2: have how have it things was... been? What's The city is in an uproar, it's. I, it was all I could do to beg. Beg, dear Dara. I just, I needed to get away for a while. It's like half your friends are arguing all the time. Everybody's talking about everybody. It's getting vicious. And I just, I told him, I said, Oh, it's a mess. Not, it's, it's an help. absolute
0: I, mess, I'm sure. Please, you'll enjoy this much more. Uh, Marat is a very, very simple place. It's a farmland and... Loving homes, as far as the eye can see. You'll enjoy yourselves here, I'm sure. Come, come inside. Let us let us get a drink. You've had a long ride from Aparo. That's several
2: days, I believe. Oh, so bumpy. But the carriage men tried. We have good horses. And Kahina is just going to do her do. And she is going to get right up next to, to Dame Crab. And almost like she's her long-lost sister. And she is going to do everything. She's going to spill all the tea. Or, like, like, fake tea, and just tell her all the bits and pieces of just, like, not really neat, like, true gossip. But, like, just stuff that's, you know, somebody who has designs on high society in a big town. Right, is who, who understands, the yeah, oh, yeah. understands
0: the noble game. oh yes shoving it in as well as you can more or less yeah
2: so she's just gonna be like her new gossip best friend and she's gonna compliment her dress and her hair and just you know the grounds and she is just gonna lay it on thick
0: and she would take the group of you uh assuming that you all follow if you don't want to go anywhere else up into the main entryway here i would actually
4: like to catch up with the count
0: Uh, Absolutely. So I will peel you off, and I'll put everybody else in nugget form as we're all following Dame Crab around. And she would take you up around the corner and into the main entertaining space here. And she would get to here before she stops next to a kind of sad-looking girl who is uh, clearly a bit younger. Uh, Looks like she's barely made it into adulthood but she is standing by a bookshelf in the corner next to a door is basically a sunken back into a corner as it's physically possible to get uh sequestering herself away from the party and as crab passes notices her uh, she would turn back the rest of you oh i, I i'm i must introduce you her. this is my lovely daughter sepsinia uh, it's good to get her out of the house she doesn't follow around uh, very often at these social events but y- y- you know how it is you have to get out and about and you have to meet people and Make friends, and there's, there's no other way you're going to th- find a proper husband. And Sepsinia just kind of looks at her. Oh. Doesn't say anything. And Crab does not stop, though. Crab continues. Oh, yeah, and she continues on where this. you guys are just back and forth about various uh, gossip from Opara, or just noble name-dropping people that you know back and forth. And uh, as she brings you in here a little further into the entertainment space here, you see Baron Okara. Baron Okara. Sitting sitting on a couch in front of you. And I guess I can give you that name because you recognize this guy. Yep. But she's not interested in that right now. She's uh, continuing up and towards the corner down here where there is just a huge assortment of various wines and hors d'oeuvres and appetizers around and she brings you down here again just you and Kahina just yabbing <laughs> back and forth. The rest of the party if you're not participating sort of kind of just following along. So now while they're doing that what are you up to?
4: I would like to catch up to the Count. I'm assuming addressing him correctly would be Count Luffey. Uh
0: His full... So, like, just intro title would be Count Bartleby Lothied.
4: So, I will, um, I'll come up to him, and, uh, uh just to get his attention, let's say out, uh, Count Bartleby Lothied, uh, could I have just a moment of your time away from you?
0: And, uh, he turns around to address you as you walk up to him and says, Oh, oh sir, it's stalwart. it was, of course, uh, sorry, uh, Perhaps may have misspoke. I am very busy. If you have anything that you need or anything you need attended to, please be ask any of the servants you see around. I'll be more than happy to help you. And turns immediately back away from you.
6: About
4: what I expected. He's uh, he's very busy, so I will leave him to his busyness.
0: <laughs> leave him to his busyness. Leave him to doing his uh, low feed stuff. Meanwhile up here in this little dining hall where crab has led everyone and is not even touching anything that could be possibly considered food and is only going for uh, various wines and teas with kahina what are the rest of you doing because kahina is is going hard on the friend making here the rest of you kind of just following kahina and crab around at the moment just exists i
1: mean we came here for the food and drink I don't know he's doing for sure. Grabbing some we, food we, and drink. We've been eating crap on the road <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, you've had for it's a week. For
0: Trail rations and sadness for five days. So at this point, I'm, you, you...
5: Uh, I'm standing behind Kahina with my hand around her shoulder, looking lovingly down at her. As I'm used Think to my nice. wife's antics of being the life of the party.
0: <laughs>
2: and so, Kahina's uh, just found all the sweets, and she's like turning to Dar, and she's like, "Oh, darling, try this."
0: that's it and and, and this whole time okay uh crab is still just going on about whatever it is at this point and then you have the crazy part was servinus Servanus comes up to lady marcella and says directly to her face that oh did you hear that and she uh pauses for a moment and, and turns back towards the ballroom well, I believe that was the god. Okay, oh, we're going to have to catch up later, of course. They're doing the assigning. Uh, the first tradition is to start the Jubilee off proper. Now, I simply will not let you leave uh, without setting a date for you to come by my estate in Motto and get some tea.
2: Of course. I wouldn't dream of putting that off any longer than we have to.
0: Now, I know you're new to Marat, but uh, it's very easy to reach the area. You just take... The North Casimir Highway up around Lake Stavian and directly out to the west. It's near the edge of the county, a few days' travel from here. Uh, so, a week from today, then.
2: Sounds lovely. I, I will bring... I will have to see if I can find some of the teas that I brought with me.
0: And she just claps her hands together, oh, of course, to date. Well, we need to get to the ballroom. This is the beginning of the festivities, but I'll make sure to catch up with you later. Uh, Kahina and Dara, it's been a pleasure meeting all of you. And just make
6: sure
3: Nori's gonna turn to Baylor and just be like, Oh my god <laughs>
2: And Kahina's just gonna look and be like play the game
1: <laughs> you Say what so, you will if she does know how to play the game.
2: And
0: as you guys are talking, the uh, the gong up in the ballroom sounds again. You can see uh, we everyone should,
2: We should go
0: starting to filter up there.
2: Yeah. And I Kahina will start making her way there.
0: So, no, you can do this gong as well outside. It's fairly
4: loud. I would, uh, obviously go to investigate, seeing as there's nothing worth mentioning out here.
0: Absolutely just nothing is going on out here, unfortunately. So, you head inside to go catch up with the group. And as the rest of the group uh, heads up towards the ballroom here, you would pass Baron O'Cara. As he's about to say, up. is
1: the Baron moving or is he yeah, staying he's, where, he's where he is? He's definitely,
0: he is also getting up to head up there. Right. And uh, as he would walk past, he would kind of almost double take for a second and notice you guys were there. Hey! Uh, uh, hold on. I know this. It was, uh, Sir Landless and Sir Rostam from the gala. Doing well.
1: Baron Elkara. So good to see you doing well.
0: Uh,. Uh, likewise, of course, after the uh, events there at the Exaltation, Gale, I it's good to see anyone coming out of that one and, well, still making their way to these kind of jubilees. What brings you out to Marat?
5: Um, that would be my doing. I just inherited some land on the way and decided to come down and see what's going on after such a stressful time at the uh, the Exaltation.
0: I don't blame you a second for that one. It's It's been tough times for Apara and tough times for Talador as a whole. And it's times like this, you gotta take care of yourselves before you can take care of your people, right? You know, you said yes. anyone broken down.
5: Yes, well, and I also must take care of my wife. This is my wife, Kahina.
2: Oh, and, it's so lovely to meet you!
0: Okay, I would, uh let you put down real quick and have a smile and make me a sense motive check
2: okay i get to do a roll you get to do awesome. a roll <laughs> i get to do a roll it's
0: it's, it's gala too those will be rp <laughs> it's for gala
2: a bit. Two. where where am i i am a me i am a me
1: we don't do sense motive rolls we ignore that that skill exists <laughs> yeah, forget that
4: one. i've tried to use
1: it <laughs>
0: We don't um, do sense motive. We only roll zeroes on perception.
2: Uh, that guy is on the something on my... really funny. Yeah, it click
6: sense motive. Yeah, you just <laughs> click sense motive. It. it
2: was It was hilarious. Hey, okay, that's so better that. than one.
0: Yeah, uh, roll a 15 on the die and a 25. You can tell that he's hiding it pretty well. And he likes Dara. Baron no cares. First impression, he does not like you very much.
6: He's he taking play. me out of the channel! <laughs> he doesn't like. He doesn't what? He not, he does does he Never
0: doesn't before.
6: Like,
0: I don't understand. I don't know why this is happening. It's part of the. I told you we were gonna have some fun audio technical hiccups with this oh, new setup, course. and it's Discord so, kicking me out of the channel every ten minutes. He likes uh, Up. He does not like you very. much. Oh. His initial impression of you Although he is hiding it pretty well And he is being polite Not real positive But uh He takes your hand and bows a bit Just like uh, Count Lothie did he says, Of course uh, Pleasure to meet the wife uh, It's good uh, good seeing you all again We should get to the ballroom
6: <laughs> does He seem secretly a place to be has right a now. thing for dog <laughs>
3: No, he just likes him more.
4: Oh. I think so, it might be the whole it. worshipping of Shailen super colorful thing.
0: So the group of you, oh. and forgive me I for not Gator, moving... I forgive, <laughs> <laughs> forgive me for not moving every single token in the gala oh. up here. Because oh. for technical difficulty reasons, I'm not going to do that. Because that is a huge amount of effort for no reason. So immediately and then you move gotta put, put it back all back. Wherever they would go. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I am not going to drag them all up here. And I am going to leave them all where they are. But everyone gathers around in the main hall here. And the voices kind of start to fall down a bit. As Count Lothied steps up and just dings his glass a few times. Trying to get everyone's attention. The voices die down. And he calls out over the gala. Welcome! Welcome, all of you, to this year's Tanager Jubilee. And to start things off proper, we're going to do it the same way that we do every year, following the traditions laid down over decades with the assigning. And he gestures over to the east wall of the ballroom here, where you can see a row of what appear to be various... Gestures in different very, very obvious get-up. Now, for reasons due to previous experiences, it's possible that you guys don't have a very good attitude for jesters.
1: There's a little bit of PTSD going on right <laughs> now. Are <laughs> any of those jesters halflings? A couple. <laughs> it just makes it worse Kahina sees
2: everybody kinda twitch and she's like what's wrong heck
0: you see Kahina really doesn't know about the previous events I'm sure she's been
2: told but she it takes her a second to remember
0: for those of you here on the Paisa channel who weren't around for some previous escapades
2: clown fiesta
0: they have previously had bad experiences with gestures uh because well The stabbing, mostly, and uh, the being friendly and then the stabbing, the pretending to not be stabbing, and then stabbing. It's just generally really been a terribly bad time with the
3: Jester's. No, friendship is what really cut the deepest.
0: See, it's not even that she stabbed you, it's that she pretended to be nice to you first and then started stabbing you. Uh, A Jester named Basilka the Fantabulous was the one responsible for kidnapping Martella. When they had to go save her previously together, and uh, in a distant adventure in the past, which is a, a distant two weeks ago now for them. Hey, it's been as long in real life as it has in the game. That's rare. Anyway, Count Lothar continues. Says I will lead with our newest guest here, Sir Rostam, et all the heirs to the Bentley estate and the new tribunes of Stockis. And you can hear just some kind of gentle applause through the crowd. And then he motions for you to step forward.
5: Ah. Uh, okay. Someone
0: thinks it's really funny. <laughs> yes, I don't like We're that, just guy. Just wow. that guy. Um, that
5: hilarious. That guy. Really I... funny. <laughs> I step forward and do a little half bow to the crowd and say, it is a it is a pleasure to meet you all and I hope to get to know you.
0: And he turns towards the wall and uh, points to the first of the jesters. A human woman wearing a very pointed and very, very feathered, ridiculous purple bird mask. And he says to you, Of course, I will assign Purple Finch, one of the most honored of our jesters. Now, I know you're new to the county of Marat, and this is the first time that you have attended one of our jubilees, but any concerns, requests you have, anything you you need done or taken care of, Purple Finch will be your personal assistant for the remainder of these two days' festivities. And Purple Finch rather than step forward to accept this. Just does a cartwheel. Turns around and does a backflip before putting her hands out, jazz-handsing in front of you, and piping (laughs) up in a ridiculous falsetto voice. I'm so excited to meet each of you! And pulls a flute out of a bag. A literal, actual metal flute. And plays a quick riff. And says, please, your wishes are my demands. Wait, that's not how that goes. And there's a couple of, like, polite laughs and minor groans throughout. I guess I can (laughs) get a sense motive real quick. (laughs) Mm
6: -hmm. Sense
0: motive. (laughs) So... 17. Oh, here they go. Here come the sense motives. We got 17 from Nell, another 25 from Kahina, 17 from Dara, 14 from Noe, 23 from Belor. Belor and Kahina. You both notice a really small, like, wry smile from Count Lothi. And you get the feeling that he has intentionally assigned you a. Kind of obnoxious, not very successful jester, and thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> but oh man, Purple Finch, not to be crestfallen by the fact that nobody's laughing at her attempts at humor, uh, continues to just cartwheel past the group of you. Pulls out her flute again and plays a little bit, and says, "Come, follow me. Adventure awaits." Oh, at least clean beds. <laughs>
6: Yeah, Kehina she's going to look she's delighted. Gets, uh, <laughs> from Kahina
2: <laughs> Kahina just looks delighted and she's like, oh, so much fun.
3: Yeah, I'd be on board. All for Shailen. Let's yeah. have some fun. Anori oh, oh. is definitely the opposite of all of that.
0: Anori's <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not in any way amused by this. Uh, Purple Finch leads the group of you out of the ballroom and out away from this as... Uh, Count Lothied continues with the assigning, uh, continuing to go down the line of jesters, and you can hear the next ones go out a bit quicker uh, as he passes down after kind of making a show of this first one here and this, this kickoff. Purple Finch takes you back to your carriage, waiting off the side of the driveway, and instructs your driver to lead you out to the guest houses out the distance. And the guest houses are good, eh, almost a mile away. It's a, it's a decent ways down the road. And she gets there and leads you inside. And they're, they're nice enough. I mean, it's a guest house, so it's not gigant, it's not a gigantic estate or anything. It's more like a townhouse that's divided into a bunch of different sections for the various visitors that are here. Because based on what Dame Krabs already told you, even the Marat locals live a few days' journey away from Lothidar and from the Palace of Birdsong. Leads you into one of the townhouses there's a good six beds in there so you got plenty of space and the servants have already hauled all of your various baggage from the carriage down here in their own wagon and loaded up near the doorway and as she lets you in and by lets you in i mean opens the door and then stands there and plays what is not terrible but is probably mildly irritating flute music as you all just kind of walk past her inside and then follows around after you Still playing it, as you as you travel inside. <laughs> so, you're the ones from the furthest way out of town, all the way from the distant lands of—well, uh, the par is not that far, I suppose. So, how do you find Baratz? Is everything to your liking? Is there anything I can fetch for you?
2: I would love a good cup of tea.
0: Of course, we have the finest here. Brewed from, hmm, well, I'm pretty sure it's what normal tea comes from. <laughs> and just has a big smile. And Nori just, I imagine, just glares at her. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Kahina, Kahina will chuckle. Kahina is uh, shelling through and through. So any art is art. So she is just as happy as she can be.
0: What we have here is what I like to call technically art. Perform Technically comedy. Uh, perform comedy is like legally a form of art. We'll we'll take that. I mean, even if it doesn't go great for Nell, sometimes.
4: I still have it. I still invest. You in still it. have it, and you...
0: you try really hard. Sahina so, will uh...
2: laugh at your jokes, even if they bomb.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Purple Finch continues and says, "You, I know, have had a very." Terribly long drive here for the weeks and months from the distant lands of the capital and I'm sure more than happy for some time to rest Uh, I hope you acquainted yourselves briefly with the wine and the refreshments as it'll be a few hours before the events begin proper If you return uh, whenever you see fit uh, to take the carriage back, I will be around uh, outside if ever you need me just give a whistle Bring you whatever it is you require—teas, coffees, heads on a platter, anything you need. (laughs) And she seems at least grateful that one of you is at least smiling. Now smiling. And Ari's probably left already. What about (laughs) Dara Baylor? How are you reacting to this dingus?
5: Uh, I'm mostly just standing there awkwardly.
0: The star's just kind of there, like... <laughs> yep. It's a jester. Right, How what are you, Baylor? You have the shenanigans?
1: Not really paying it much mind, just... Yeah, he's... Working towards getting settled in. He would
0: like to find the bed part of the bed. He doesn't want to do the rest of the stuff. He just wants to do the part where he gets to sleep. Understandable.
1: So... Been in a carriage for a week.
0: You have been in a carriage for the vast majority of the past week so totally understandable she explains that it is going to be a couple of hours for you to prepare for the first event of the evening this night's official national inner sea worldwide jousting tournament now are you familiar with the tilt you look like an expert and she points at bailor
3: haha <laughs>
1: No, just going to laugh at that. <laughs> Were I half my age, I wouldn't stand half a chance.
6: Ah!
0: <laughs> and she kind of puts her hand up and nods. This, this is fair. This is fair. I will make yourselves at home. Please settle in. And uh, make sure you return back for the festivities here in a few hours. Even if you're not taking place. The stands have been set up and the grounds are back for everyone to watch. All the... Horsemen bash into each other, or whatever it is the appeal of jousting is. And if it's more to your liking, of course there are other festivities going on.
4: Have
6: oh, you needed
0: anything at all? I was interested in
4: participating in
0: the jousting. at all? Let me know. And of course, anyone is welcome to participate. When you arrive, simply make your wishes known to the Baron O'Kara. He is organizing the event thank you how with that and she does a quick like backhand spring I take my leave and ducks out of the door closing it behind her as she goes
4: I really wish you were rolling pneumatics <sighs> for each one of those flips to see if she just <laughs>
1: <laughs> apparently she's good at the physical part of this yeah she's I don't pulling all that off
0: I don't think she can fail them <laughs> Because the, the acrobatics check to just do a backflip can't be that high, like how hard can it possibly be?
1: Go do a backflip. Like
0: a
4: 15. Actually, there's... yeah,
0: I didn't say I could do it. I said if you were level four player characters with not 10 dexterity, it can't be that hard to do a backflip. Anyway, what about uh, a barrel
3: you... roll. <laughs> Isn't that just a somersault? That's supposed to be a joke, but apparently none of you
1: got it. I got it. I
2: was laughing. Do a barrel roll.
1: Yeah, you're laughing at everything. You worship Shellon.
2: <laughs> <Hey.
6: laughs> Shut up.
1: <laughs> you're humoring purple fish. We don't want to hear from you. <laughs> That's
0: great. So, you guys got some time. Uh, it's still relatively early in the morning. Uh, you wanted to back over at the Palace of Birdsong sometime around noon, which gives you a couple of hours to unpack your things, relax, clean up a bit from being in a carriage for five days straight. Um, there are baths attached to the townhouses that you can go properly clean up. Okay. Alright, that was the thing that just happened to chat. I know I said I wasn't going to acknowledge chat, but, uh... How? Anyway. Um, time to
6: what? Wow. tend to
0: yourselves before you return back and prepare for the tournament. So if there is anything else... Uh, anything that you want to do discuss prepare now is your time.
2: I have a I got a I got a thing uh,
4: the,
2: the, the first thing game. I would like The first thing I would like to do, don't look at max
0: leader look at me game
2: the the thing I would like to do is um I want to cast detect magic to see if they're like magical bugs
6: or it is a, yeah, uh,
2: Spells. Cast.
6: Yeah, so I mean, that's, to that's know whether or not idea. we can
2: talk freely. Okay, kind of so... Baylor might want to do the same.
0: You cast a spell and swing this magic what the? around the townhouse. Trying yes. to see if there's anything that you can detect around the area as you do this channel. And you don't pick anything up you don't find anything noticeable at the end of your channel it seems that everything here is of the mundane how freaking cool is syrianscape
3: that was really cool i gotta (laughs) be honest
2: no it's great i
3: hope you have more of those (laughs)
2: oh boy you have no
0: idea how ready i am to smash buttons
3: in this that definitely found, sounded to me like what Detect Magic would sound like.
0: <laughs> oh, they have a Sirenscape command. That's probably because I pressed the button labeled Detect Magic. I didn't just press a button labeled Generic Spell. I pressed the button labeled Detect Magic.
6: Oh, man, so it's a thought. Is there a
3: fireball button? Oh,
6: typically, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's <amazing. laughs> Is there a fireball, oh, fireball button? Fire engine, no. Come on! It's gonna
1: be Eddie button. Why do you think there's fireball. not a fireball I'm I'm sorry.
6: button? I'm sorry. I got one for you. Man Is there talk. a
4: polar midnight button?
6: I'm
2: okay, leaving you for the soundboard.
0: Literally every specific ability in the game.
3: Well, hey, we gotta save some surprises.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't give them all away.
0: Polar midnight?
3: No way. What about really? What about my shield.
4: There's a shield in there. Are we okay, are we gonna
0: play Pathfinder or are we gonna no, play, no, no, play no, no. press <laughs> buttons in Siren no, no, because... I
2: mean, Look, You guys can play with that
0: later again. That's so both I'll give yeah. you one more, Anoria, one more, just for you, okay? Yes. Would you like to hit somebody with oh. a spell strike shock and grasp? Oh! That's mad. There. <laughs> you get one, okay, we're done. We're done playing with sirenscape. <laughs> we're back to playing Pathfinder.
4: Alright, what are we going to do for a few hours? Well,
0: is there anything you need to do other than simply rest? Bathe? Probably. Bathing I is definitely a, a pretty good day out there. Five days That's... into carriage, bathing's probably pretty high
4: up on the thing. Clean and... And if like, we're... How my long armor we
3: anyway, have so.
0: until... You got probably about two hours until the... you gotta head back, uh, start heading back over.
3: Okay, so, like, really dejectedly, she's going to, like no gonna walk up to kahina and kind of like quietly ask her to help her with her
1: makeup and stuff (laughs) she has no idea what to do how do i girl
6: how do you girl help
3: me girl i got this really fancy red dress and i have no idea what else to do
2: (laughs) kahina goes to her bag and opens it and takes one of those you know the 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 bags that has all the uh makeup artist brushes and stuff in it that's rolled up and tied she unties it and just unfurls it it's like this whole like bit of things and makeup and she takes a nori and she sits her down and she oh, goes well, that's overwhelming it's gonna be so much fun
3: <laughs> oh no let's not try to have too much fun. you are my canvas
2: you are my canvas I that's shall what, make we what can we do
0: with dress. this is the question Aww. that we're asking ourselves right now? No. No. Because typically, Anori is a lot more at home in some dark leather armor, maybe a mm-hmm. chain shirt with siaran strapped across her back, and nothing fancy. We're gonna change that today,
4: my dude. Would makeup be tied to a skill, or is it just something you could, I guess, be good at? What I would say.
6: That? That's, that's my I'm, just, I'm curious.
0: That's my thinking sound. Disguise? Um, I was yeah, that disguise disguise was the first thing that came to mind. But I almost think Yeah, I can't think of anything better than disguise for doing makeup.
1: Maybe craft?
0: Yeah, like it was profession was the other one that came to my mind. What do you think, Hada? what do you, do you want to roll for doing and Nori's fail I mean, hand, do you feel maybe? like you haven't what? rolled
4: enough dice today. You have to roll for her to girl? <laughs> I was just curious if it would be tied to a. I'm
0: like asking her if she wants to roll. I to mean, see I girl. guess
2: I. I mean, she should be able to girl. She's an actress. She does makeup on the daily.
0: You do your makeup on the daily. Girling yeah. somebody else is a very different situation.
2: It is not really. No, it's not really. I it really, really, really
1: is. <laughs> <laughs> you would okay. know better than I would, so I guess me- I'll just take mechanically for it. Mechanically in Pathfinder, girling someone else.
2: I mean, I'll roll for it <laughs> if you want me to roll. You don't though. need yes, to roll for it. We'll just,
0: we'll just take it. We'll just take it all. <laughs> you sit down. the I mean, I kind of want
2: to roll now and Lord just oh, roll. I really don't want to roll to girl. I don't roll
0: to want girl. You to roll.
2: What if I roll? My disguise is pretty high. I roll disguise. Like
3: a clown and everybody. Roll disguise. disguise, and that's what happens.
2: La, 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 la. <laughs> it's still 15. That's not yeah, bad. Yeah, no.
0: not, not bad. Good. She's not a totally rubbish. Not rolling a six. Totally no, 15 is fine. I mean, because you got to look at it, 10 is average. So the average person can do their makeup, 10. You have 15. So you actually, like, it is actually done really well.
2: You're yeah, good. and this isn't even the ballroom makeup. Like, when we do the stuff with the masquerade with the mask and stuff, oh, she would do it up because that's more costume makeup and more what she's used to.
0: So you guys take some time to wash up, do your own makeup, do your friend's makeup. Do whatever it is you need to do. Uh, and get yourselves ready and cleaned up to, well, head back outside and meet up with Purple Finch! And then get in your carriage and head back over to the actual Palace of Birdsong. So I'll bring us back over yonder. Don't know why. I kind it... of
1: want to press to digitate Purple Finch and turn them a different color.
0: But then they wouldn't be Purple Finch anymore. Exactly. So, Kotlothede uh, at this point would not be out here. He would be off somewhere very much busy doing things. But as you head in, you can hear all of the horses and the sounds from the other side of this estate. As in the backfields, they have the tilt and have now brought several heavy horses out and are setting up for the evening's joust. Now, you have some time before this joust begins, and who remembers how social rounds work?
5: You weren't uh, here yeah. for it.
4: You and We Mr. can Show go anywhere and yeah. do anything, but we only get one anything. But we can talk so, freely, right?
0: Yeah, we'll do like a, a quick uh, overview here. So how this works is I want to have you guys roll initiative, adjust to manage the order of who is doing what. Uh, so that if multiple people want to do multiple things, we can, we have an easy way for which way this all takes place. without having to just deal with any of that nonsense so as you head back into the party you gotta click on your character token and then you gotta click initiative on your sheet Are the two requirements to rule initiative so make sure you got yourself selected first uh there's the 20 there is the hot and spicy 20 and this would be the good time as,
2: initiative
0: as opposed to explain to the, the chat here as well We've got a very interesting party of mixed experience. So whether you're Pathfinder veterans or brand new to Pathfinder, you're gonna have something here. Cause we got some of the group I've been playing with for literally three plus years, and we have some of the Bren Bob who has played exactly one session of Pathfinder that had no combat in it, and then we be goblins. And that's of her Pathfinder experience so far so we got we got all ins here I guess we don't really have the experience at the scale because having played Pathfinder for three or four years is really not that long in the grand scheme of things it's some
1: experience it's not it's not a crazy amount of experience
0: but it's some experience so here's how this works for everyone Who's interested in Social Combat, because if you haven't read through Ultimate Intrigue, you may not know about these either. And it's a slightly modified, kinda of simplified version that War for the Crown presents. And for Mr. Sean Bryn, because you did not play the Gala. So you have a number of rounds. And before the tournament begins, you have three rounds. Just like everything else in the game, you get one turn per round but these are more loose there's not move actions There's not standard actions there's not any of that you can walk around and you can rp and talk to people and do whatever it is you want throughout the party at your leisure that doesn't take time that doesn't take an action that doesn't take anything what you can do is try to influence people because i mean at the end of the day that's what you're here for uh any of the tokens that don't say loatheed soldier, for the most part, uh, are people that you can walk up to and attempt to influence. And, if you, and that represents you just spending a decent amount of time talking to somebody. And then while you're doing that, you can do one of two things. You can try to make an influence check, just to try to make them like you more. And you can just pick a skill that you think would be nice or that you're good at and roll it and see if it works out. But... The whole reason these rules were introduced is to prevent Charisma and Diplo characters from just running everybody over. Diplomacy, Intimidate, Bluff, they don't work on everyone. Everyone has different things they're good at. Uh, Sometimes people like talking shop. Sometimes people want to discuss, like, a hunt. What's a survival check? Or knowledge. Like Baylor did wizardy stuff before. So if you don't want to just go run up and throw dice at somebody with your action, and making an influence check is the only thing that uses your action for the turn. You can, instead of an influence check, make a discovery check, which is always sense motive or a second skill that in most situations in War for the Crown is knowledge, nobility, but sometimes can be other things, to try and find out one of three things. A, one of the things that would be good to use to try to influence them with, one of their influence skills, so you're not just throwing dice at a wall, or even worse, having a negative impact by trying to do something that, will tie up in a conversation they're not interested in. You can try to learn their strengths, which, I have a... It's kind of a hard for me to put my head around this because strengths doesn't strike me how it actually is. It's things or ways you do not want to try to influence them. So, for instance, somebody... Like, I mean, you already know one for Baron O'Kara. Baron O'Kara is very much a man of the law. And the letter of the law more than the intention of the law. So trying to get into his good graces by suggesting doing things that are not technically legal, even if you're using one of his influence skills, you're going to take a big old penalty to that because he's not a fan of that kind of talk. Or you can try to learn their weaknesses, which is the same thing with backwards. Which is ways that you can get bonuses to try and uh bonuses to your influence checks later so the tanager jubilee is going to take place over two days and there are a decent pile of nobles here but there's not that many so for the couple of you who either in chat not familiar with the system or the couple of you here who weren't in the party last time it's kind of a slow roller you need to get to know people before you can start to influence them Figure out what they like, figure out what they don't like, figure out what's the best way to get into them before you start just picking up your diplomacy box and throwing it at their head and kind of hoping it works. I mean, you can always do that, but you have two days over which you will have many social rounds. So, head into the party, my friends. You are by no means required to stay in the travel nugget. You can split up as you will. And uh, you can head in, you can look around, you can try and find some people that you're interested in interacting with. And Purple Finch, while she cannot be influenced, will be around in the main hall if you need her for any questions. So, let's start with Kahina. And I guess Dara by extension because they're staying together. Because couple.
2: couple. Alright. So do we want to meet this nice person who's out here or do we want to try to
6: go inside, and... So
0: this man man you see in front of you is one of the only non-humans at this entire Jubilee. Uh, He is, in fact, another half-elf. And there are humans... Well, that that seem to be nobles. Anyway, there are plenty of halfling-like servants and jesters and whatnot. But of the noble cast here, it's almost exclusively humans with a very small smattering of half elves including baylor this is one of them this man isn't so much participating in the party as he is almost standing as an additional guard outside uh, looking around the area keeping a stern watch and he really does not look like he's moved at all since the last time you were here No, why does it keep happening? He didn't right. even.
2: Why? It doesn't even make a noise <laughs> or
0: anything. It you just need just to turn your.
2: Door. Because you're running the things the, because you're running stuff the way you're running it, Discord isn't like registering your voice. So you need no, to go, go turn your AFK it's settings me in... off. Is that a thing you can do? Yes. Yep. It's a new setting. Apparently. How
0: do I make it? How do I turn that off?
2: Uh it's been a while since I've had to do.
0: Because I would love it to keep kicking me or stop kicking
1: me. It's because your background music is running through it. It's yeah. picking up constant noise, so after a while, it's the same as if it wasn't picking up it's anything.
2: Not
0: anything at all. Yeah. And I, 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 okay. So we got like 20 minutes left. It probably won't kick me again. I'll figure it out before the mm-hmm. next session where the AFK okay. setting is, so it stops kicking me out the freaking channel. Point is, very stern-looking half-elf <laughs> uh, with a crossbow mm-hmm. slung across his back. Looks like he literally hasn't moved. Uh, since you were here a few hours ago. Yeah. I don't yeah. know when I dropped out of the chat, but it looks more like he's standing watch than he is enjoying the park. Uh,
2: okay, not uh, not not Kahina's cup of tea. She's going to leave that to Baylor.
5: <laughs> nah, pass. <laughs>
2: nah, bruh.
5: I, I also don't know if, if, if Dara would be good for that either. So I, I agree with Kahina. <laughs> so so the pair of you
0: head inside and there's nobody mm-hmm. immediately apparent inside the entry hall. But uh, as you make your way up into here, most of the guests are scattered around. Uh, I only move a couple of most of the guests are scattered for now around these entertaining spaces near the entryway through the open doors or around the ballroom or adjoined areas.
2: Shall we check the billiard room, darling? Yeah, Uh,
5: I will follow you, my darling. Mm -hmm.
0: So it's you in the billiards room here where you see three people. One of which, very impeccably dressed, as if he's taken really just more uh, time into that than even a lot of the other nobles here. He kind of looks... Can you look full of yourself?
5: If you can. Smug,
0: yeah. Smug. Smug. Smug is the Perfect word to describe that oh, face, right there. And this dude—this dude. Oh, my goodness.
1: Uh, this did you dude, just ask if you could look full of yourself while looking at that. I did, but
4: <laughs> that's fair. That's uh, that's Gaston. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is oh Gaston.
0: He's bent over the table, uh, playing a game of billiards against one of the other minor, uh, lesser aristocrats that is here. And what's interesting is that the. Two names in the corner don't so much seem to be their own entities as they seem to be this guy's hype squad. As they're just kind of in the corner (laughs) as he does things just contributing the oohs and the ahs as he does his impressive shots here cleaning the table (laughs) with whoever he's playing against. And as you walk into the room, he takes a shot. Bouncing a ball off of one of the walls into another ball to put it exactly in the pocket uh, he apparently had called beforehand. Stands back from the table, his hands up high. I believe that's the game, my good sir. That was 15 gold. I'll take payment up front. Thank you. And the other guy kind of shakes his head. Uh, it was a good one, Titus. Ah, of course it was. Uh, who else would like to give me their money this fine afternoon? You, I... Don't recognize either of you. Are you lost? Are you here for the party? Uh, he just kind of licks at Gahita and Dara.
5: I look at Kahita and I'm like, do we want to stay here? Yeah.
0: I I How don't do you? know. Do you? I apologize. This is a nobleman's jubilee. And uh, this is actually a private party.
2: We will. We will. Good, sir. I, I'm sorry. We're, we're new here. We've just inherited the Bettany estate. My dear Dara's uh, second cousin, uh, once removed, and uh, we have just uh, come from the capital. We're in search of a little more uh, quiet time out in the country.
0: Oh, and he, he takes a second and looks at you like he's just kind of thinking. Oh, yes, the Bethany heirs, I right? Yes, Bartleby had informed me. Oh, my dearest apologies. He had informed me you were Osirian. Uh, just unexpected as all. Oh, I'm uh, Lord Titus Lothian Cassava. I'm the cousin. Nice to meet uh, both of you. So you come from uh, Osirian? Is it that bad there? <laughs> and is, a. Uh, uh- his two guys in the corner just kind of laugh at his joke with him. Uh,
2: originally, yes, but I, uh, we have been living in Opara for quite some time. Um, mm-hmm. my, my family originally, as is his, but we've been in Opara for quite a while, but
0: mm-hmm. now
2: we are going to make the country our home.
0: So now we got the Opara and big shots coming down to take their hand and taking over stockies. Uh, it's alright, I, uh... the point starts where you guys came up from across the hall, the Honorary Tribune. Uh, I don't even know if she's technically Lady Feiscombe so much, as just Honora. But, uh, she's been doing, you know, her best. I'm sure you guys will do a whole lot better.
2: Oh, we haven't even had a chance to meet her yet. We will definitely have to make some time. We came straight here, we heard about the Jubilee, and we had to come and meet all of our new neighbors. Mm. Of I course. just love a good party.
0: Of course, that's a uh, pleasure to host you two here. It's been fantastic meeting you, I assume. Bartleby welcomed you initially. Uh, do either of you play? He gestures towards the table. Uh, dear.
5: Uh, No, I do not play.
0: So... Do either of you want to use, like, you can just talk to him. You can walk around just RPO people and talk perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But do you want to spend enough time with him to use your action to either try a discovery check or an influence check with Titus?
6: <laughs> nope. <laughs> not really.
2: <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> we, we, we're, going to, we're going to heed Martello And, and, uh, no, not oh. at all.
5: We're gonna play by our strengths and nah. go somewhere else. <laughs> Fair enough. All right,
0: let's hop down to Baylor real quick. Who has made his way back into the sitting room, in where Kara is taking a seat back down and is just enjoying a nice drink and talking to some friends. So it seems. Uh, did you want to talk to him?
1: Uh, I was going to. I also wanted to ask: Can you still, at this one, influence areas? No, like you were... uh, that okay. was
0: a gala-specific thing. All right. Uh, you actually you can't play to a room here. This is just people. Got it. But in exchange, these people are significantly harder to shift <laughs> because you're going to be using all of your actions trying to shift people. All right. So expect it to take more effort to make an impression on people. So did you want to talk to O'Kara, or did you just make your way over I, here? I,
1: I did want to talk to O'Kara again.
0: Uh, no, what about you? Because you're also in the general area.
4: I just want to sign up for the tournament and then go somewhere else.
0: Okay, fair enough. So you would come in. That would be a pretty brief thing. Uh, you'd say you wanted to sign up for the tournament. Okay. Oh, fantastic story. It's good to have you. If you I don't know. You rode the tilt.
4: I do not, but there's no shame in trying.
0: He just claps his hands together. Absolutely more of the attitude we need here. No shame in trying whatsoever. It's all for fun. Look, uh, I'll get you in the pairings. It's going to be a tournament taking place over five rounds. Uh, If you don't have a horse and lance and equipment, that's fine. We've got plenty of stuff on site to provide for you. But if you want to put your name in the hat, by all means, we'd love to have more participants. I wish you the best of luck.
4: Thank you. My name is certainly going in this hat.
0: And uh, he, at that point sees Baylor approaching. And he turns around and sees Baylor. He says, well, I've only briefly met the pair of you with the Gala, but I'm going to assume that you're not here to also sign up for the Joust.
1: I am very much not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's good to see you again, Slash. Have a seat! I'll take a seat. And so you sit down on the couch uh, right next to him. He says, so... I had to head back up here to run my own barody not too long after the Exaltation Gala. So I've heard word, but of course I didn't get to really see for myself how Aparo is fair and... How's she doing in the wake of things?
1: The city's on edge. It certainly could be in better position, but... (laughs) Taladins are hanging in there. It's... Life is going on.
0: He just kind of puts a hand up. Taladins are strong. It's going to take more than... Whatever all that nonsense was to unseat the... Unseat this nation, or even that city. We know where we came from. And we ain't going to give up that easily. So. I haven't talked to you since the gala, and I kind of got the impression at the time you were after something. So it's good to get to just talk to you, you know, get to know Sir Landless. We're like two different worlds here. I'm a military guy turned to just jousting circuit and you a half-elf wizard hoping to get his seat on the Senate. We got the two ends of the political spectrum here. So what brings you up to Marat? I I know that your your friend Sir Rostam I heard inherited the Bettany estate but uh, what brings you up here?
1: Well, like you were saying, he did get that inheritance of his and as much as opara is carrying on i felt it better to get away from it for a while bad memories and all
0: i can't blame you for that really that was just truly a tragic turn of circ- uh, turn of events but it's good out here you know marat's a simple place it's a county that damn near runs itself we got farmers and farmhands, mostly. Some artisans, artisans, a couple engineers. I mean, Lothidar is making a pretty good name for itself. I gotta say, Count Bartleby's been doing well running the place. So, do you want to influence him? Slash discover. I can whatever stuff you discovered about him at the gala still applies. So That's what
1: I was about to ask. Cause... He is
0: the same person. The The ways that you talk to him and the things he likes and dislikes... Have not magically changed because we're in a different situation. So the advantage you have on O'Kara is you already know a decent way to get in and talk to him.
1: I believe with him it was just straight diplomacy was a good one.
0: Uh, That was what you were throwing at him, yeah. You were just dropping diplomacy. So if you want to use your action uh, for the turn here, I will go ahead and put a little red dot on you. And you can roll a diplomacy check to try and influence O'Kara. Yeah, just kind of hang out and do some talking. 15 on the die, that gives you a 30. That is such a, is it a feat or a trait that gives you your intelligence to diplomacy?
1: Uh, trait.
0: It's so good. It's just so good. Alright, so let me go ahead and put one on here. Uh, you get the feeling that Baron O'Cara already kind of respects you a bit. Another thing that's interesting about the influence system to Bryn and Mistress Cha and those in the audience who are unfamiliar with the social system is that you don't know if you're succeeding. Unless you're really succeeding. And you're really succeeding. So <laughs> O'Kara O'Kara likes you. He likes you a lot. And just keep if you keep doing what you're doing, you're definitely on your way to getting in on his good side. So that takes care of you. Dara. Where? Uh I'll daddy kind of you and Kahina together. I mean i have not even your action yet, but I'm just going around. This is why I have the initiative table to cover what everyone's doing. So everyone gets their turn. And Nori is kinda of in the main hall. What do you want to do?
3: Um I wouldn't mind following uh Miller as he goes when he went to talk to uh, the guy running the the jousting thing. Anorim got a little itch. She might want to enter this thing. Is everybody else jousting?
0: Here. Oh, you can absolutely yeah, do that. if you want. To, do you want to also talk to care or do you just want to sign up for the Joust?
3: Basically, just sign up for Joust. You, know, you know, he introduced me as a friend and all that. I'm here to sign up for the Joust. Like... And so
0: you walk up to him and you would show up around when him and Baylor are talking. you go up and he'd turn to you and tell you most of the same information that he told No. Uh, he can, they can provide horses, they'll provide a lance and a shield. And if you want to ride, feel free to ride. The more the merrier.
3: He
6: is Don't more than happy to see woman. people
0: jumping on the train.
3: That's one thing she would definitely ask. Any other women in this?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, actually, we've got a few. Uh, Lady Sittis and Lieutenant Gorchis are both participating so you're gonna be far from the only one there don't worry about that i have long since learned my lesson about underestimating women no i have no doubts whatsoever that you are more than capable uh, i've heard a bit not not much but a bit about the business you run back in opara that uh, bounty hunting agency right taking down the people the guard can't catch
3: yeah that's the idea a little bit every day it's respectable you know? work, and it's
0: difficult. Trust me. Uh, nobody yeah, here, nobody here is gonna make the mistake of underestimating that. Uh, can you ride? Uh,
3: not so much, but you know, I'm <laughs> giving my, my 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 try.
0: Well, uh, as I said before to you, your buddy, no, I'm glad to see you taking uh, your group taking the initiative to step up. Uh, We only had a good six or seven participants before, and now we're small in the roster, but but we can do some better pairings. It's fantastic.
3: We'll see you on the tilt. Thanks a lot. appreciate it.
0: Alright, right, turns back to talking to Baylor. So what do you want to do? Who do you want to influence? Well,
3: uh, I saw a man that was for someone to play in billiards.
0: Oh, boy. So you, are
3: Leaving that area, because you don't
0: want to yeah. talk to him. Yeah. And Nori, however, is absolutely interested in playing some billiards, <laughs> and is going to head right back over to your boy Titus and try and get some work doing. And so you uh, you walk in the room, and Titus turns to you. He's like, ah, hold on, let me guess. You're with the Bettany Estate. I'm getting the uh, assumption at this point that people I don't recognize, I should just assume, are here to... Take over the Stocky's Tribune. Is that right?
3: Wow, you're pretty good. Impressive.
0: i right. calls him as I sees him. I like to think I'm pretty good at reading them Now, uh, he kind of points to the back. Look at fancy swords you got there, little miss.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Family heirloom.
0: Aren't they all? So, you know how to swing the thing around? Do you ever really use it or just... Carry it around in case.
3: I mean, you could ask the many men that I killed
6: and mm. see how they
3: thought I use with the ability.
0: Interesting! What are you, uh, you don't look like a soldier to me, a mercenary for hire, maybe? More of a bounty hunter by trade. You know what I think would be really interesting? Uh, they got this joust going on here in an hour or so, and that's. That's all well and good. Uh, But not too long after that, their uh, brother is, of course, going to... Or my... What's his relation? If he's a cousin, I guess I would make him also a cousin. Uh, My cousin later on is going to be given a speech to carry on the festivities, you know, after the tournament and everything. But afterwards, I'm a bit of a duelist myself. I think it'd be fun to go around three points, whoever can be disarmed. You know, your standard fencing.
3: I heard you in here bragging about billiards. Now you want a fence?
0: oh well, yeah, if you want to step up to the plate for billiards, young... I'm oh, sorry, I didn't get your name. I'm Lord Titus, by the way. Uh, Titus Lothied Cassava.
3: Norenta.
0: Well, Nori, if you want to put your money on the table, I'd be more than happy to take it from you.
3: You can try, friend. You can try.
0: So, you... Do you want to use your action on Titus, on your boy here?
3: Yeah, I want to try to uh, figure out a weakness.
0: We're going to give you a two for one. So, I'll let you try to figure out a weakness, and it's sense, motive, or knowledge, nobility for him to try and figure out a weakness. And on top of that, I will also let you play a game of billiards, which is pretty simply... Going, let me see, how do I want to do this? I'm thinking the easiest way to do it is just (laughs) dex checks. Dex or sleight of hand. Let's do dex checks. The sleight of hand is basically dex, just with a modifier. Uh, We'll do... sense motive one? Yeah, for discovery check, sense motive always works. Perfect. So give me that sense motive. You want to get a weakness from him? Yes. 17... Okay, you know, uh, you can pick up rather that regardless of this air he puts on, this arrogance, uh, Lord Titus here is more than aware that he's going through life at the moment riding on the coattails of his cousin. And he's a little touchy about that. So, if you were to perhaps imply in your dealings with him that maybe he'd have a tougher time trying to do things for himself he's going to get real defensive and when he gets defensive he's flustered and that's with how he is as a person actually going to make it easier for you to get in with him so why don't you you. let's do this best 2 out of 3 just dexterity checks okay okay so just roll me, we'll, uh, just click on, literally click on the deck on your page to play Billions. Oh. Oh. I think that's the easiest way to do little games of finesse like this. Uh. That was a five plus one, getting a real healthy six, coming out of the gate swinging here. Oh crap, I rolled the wrong, uh, die. I rolled the one you can't see. Uh, that's <laughs> it a...
3: Reroll
0: that. That's it uh, looks solid, like a 2 to me. Solid 20. <laughs> so as you start off here, standard billiards. You break. You, you just you don't get anything. Don't know if you've never played billiards before, but that's kind of not a great time. Titus, however, yeah, you... scoops up three balls in a row like nothing before he uh, puts the ball in kind of an awkward position for you. I'll be another dex check. I think you can be taking 15 gold off your shoes, how this is going to go, is what it seems like to me. And you, (laughs) you, you try to take another shot, but it's uh, pretty clear this is not really what you're good at doing. But to be fair, the reason you're here is not to win at billiards. The reason you're here is to learn what you can about Titus while you play billiards. And although that is going to involve just losing some money, probably... Titus takes a few shots and just knocks
3: that was
0: all of his, uh, all his stripes off the table. And he's left with a pretty tricky shot sitting between just him and the eight ball. He, he, he drops it. And his friends cheer. And this man... Takes 15 of your hard-earned gold. I said, anytime, Lady Dent, though, if you want to come back and try this one again, I'll be here most of the night.
3: Respect to You are sold indeed, sir.
0: Alright, so let's, uh... It is eight. So we got mid, uh, mid-round here. We got Nell, Dara, and Kahina still left to take their actions. Which fortunately is easy enough to see, because I use the red markers for this. But we'll just we'll just stop it right there, because we're not going to be able to go through like two more whole social rounds. So we're going to be stopping somewhere in the midst of courting these nobles, regardless of how exactly
6: we do it. We'll drop it there for now.